0: Attention, the movie guys love movies. Any comments about this election being rigs are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, presidential candidate Mel Gibson? Yeah. Are you, you calling me crazy? crazy? You think i yeah. crazy? Yeah. yeah, you want to see
1: crazy? I'll <laughs> you. Sounds like he's ready for the debates. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he sounded like a three stooge.
2: That's he was doing. That was yeah. amazing, yeah. really? you got a raw deal. I think he. I, I've been doing some some uh-huh. research on Mel for the show Mel, this weekend. Our really. beloved
3: Mel got a total raw deal, really? right? Oh,
2: the, the way he got shafted and run out of town on a rail for so old-fashioned, right? Well, for what he did compared to uh, oh, I don't know, uh, Kitty Diddlers that are still an um, honor to work with. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, it's very interesting that. Because uh, I was watching an interview with him. Kitty By the Diddler. way. Kitty <laughs> Diddler. Kitty Diddler. Who did we decide? That, that is the my, country favorite, musician, my right? favorite country star, <laughs> Kitty Diddler. Kitty Diddler. Kitty Diddler. He <laughs> uh, used, right? used some choice words. you got in trouble. Right? He used some choice words, but uh, nothing we haven't heard before from other people. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, it was fine. No, it would have gotten him a show if he did it now. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> very odd, very odd. So I, th- I think it's very unfair. I saw an interview with him with some Australian reporter. It was an odd interview, but they revisited all the things that he, you know, did. And I thought, really? really? I thought there was something more. I mean, it's damn near presidential at this point. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and he's all beefed up. Have you <laughs> seen Wait, him? Oh, see? yes. He's beefed up in uh, Bloodfather.
0: Yeah, he's huge. Is he the one that said you should just blah, blah, blah and blow me? Yeah. Oh, He's
3: all right. Positive, <laughs> positively quaint at this point. Alice yeah. Baldwin it's threatened, to, threatened
0: yeah. to beat his kid,
3: right? He called yeah. her a dirty
2: little pig. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. Yeah. Mel's just saying right. that to a model he married for yeah. two years.
3: Exactly. It's <laughs> I, mean all, the I same. mean, all right, it's not nice. matter
0: of fact, in the Cubs game tonight, that pitcher who was out there was um he was oh, suspended for thirty <sighs> games because of domestic, domestic disturbance. disturbance.
3: Yeah. Yep. When did the Cincinnati teams get and all thuggy? I can't believe all the Bengals are all like criminals. <laughs> and then like the, the, I mean, I know Aroldis because he played for the Reds for a few years. So I'm like, oh, when he wins a game for the Cubs, I'm like, all right. It's a little bit like the Reds doing that too. But yeah. He's like, what but last Aroldis
1: year, that did? defense, uh, yeah, the Bengals got all.
3: Yeah.
1: Hit everybody. Got all
3: losey gamey in the playoffs, <laughs> actually.
1: <laughs> hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire by Grob Hammer. What a savings. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, previews, mm-hmm. special guests, bits, banter. More than that, even. You can't beat the cost as we broadcast from our studio, the Admirals Club. Nestled. Nestled. In an area of Los Angeles known as Burbank Airport adjacent. Mm-hmm. This is a brand new show, and these brand new shows are offered up every week. Just search Yahoo, Bing, or Google. 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 And we come right up. And of course, the show is absolutely.
2: Paul, cr- I uh, need to apologize in advance. Mm, I recently awkward. lost a large sum of money on a sporting event. <laughs> uh, very recently. So very recently. Is it that Jacksonville <laughs> Titans game. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I don't have any money for the show today. But uh, if I see my bookie later on I got some money on the Cavs game. I understand but here's the thing Bart uh, the show is free.
1: Oh well then I should have bet more. You needn't mm-hmm. worry yeah <laughs> it's free for everybody no matter who you you, you bet on even if you didn't bet free show.
0: Can Adam and I win even though we didn't bet?
1: We all we all win. We win we when you, won. When you download to win. the show. <laughs> I'm your host for the Hardest Working Podcast in all the land Paul Preston here with Karen Volpe.
0: We put a ghost in a box. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bart Kais, science fiction, very big with the kids.
3: And Adam Witt. <laughs> I just, I had thought of one. Uh, hey, RoboCop, stop fighting crime. I don't think that's a real <laughs> I don't think it's a line. I had a good one, and then as soon as she got to me, I, I don't remember. You should have anymore. gone to you first. Next week, we'll yeah. Hey,
0: Robocop. <laughs> stop, stop fighting crime, no, you hey, say? You Start fighting fight crime. Start fighting crime.
1: <laughs> so who said that? Was it Nancy Allen?
3: I think it would be Nancy Allen. <laughs> All right. We should do that.
0: We should just hey, make I didn't up Hey, I
3: didn't see the reboot. Maybe it's in the reboot. Hey, Michael Myers, stop murdering people. I think that's the line from Halloween. <laughs> Donna Pleasant. I think.
0: Donald uh, so. said that. Hey, Ron, right. stop with the dancing <laughs> on the car. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Later in the show, we'll be joined by the announcer of TV's Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. He's also been an improviser for years, appearing on Whose Line Is It Anyway? And more, Jonathan Mangum will be here. Did he ever get to the bottom of Whose Line It Actually Is Anyway? That's why the show continues to this oh, okay. day.
0: it's like a murder mystery. A, who knows?
1: Going. Who knows? Hey, what you, stop with the line there. Is that from that? That's
0: from that. <laughs> That's true. That. Carry the show. We got some
1: wires club. Before we get to uh, guest time, however, let's do what we came here to do.
4: Movie previews.
1: If you're new to the Showcast, we are a movie preview show talking ah. about what's coming up at the movies. So that way we can talk about everything whether we see it or not. Now we don't know uh, what you want to see, so we'll cover everything and then let you sort it out. This week begins the holiday movie season, which is hard to believe, but it starts hmm. with Doctor Strange featuring Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange and Tilda Swinton as Persis Kambata.
4: Team yeah. like,
1: kind of. Also, uh, Hacksaw Riggs.
4: Riggs! Hey, hey Riggs! Hey, hey, Riggs! Hey, Riggs! Hey, Riggs! Hey, Riggs! Riggs! <laughs> That's, uh,
3: Hey, yes. Riggs! Hey, Riggs! Riggs! Central, where's Riggs? Where are you, Riggs? Where's Riggs? I'm here. Where's Riggs? Where
4: you, Riggs? Where's Riggs? Where the hell is Riggs? R- Riggs, where are we? Riggs!
1: God bless whoever put this together on to. YouTube. Riggs! All right, that's Ridge for the love of God. Oh, Ridge. Hexar Ridge. And finally, from DreamWorks Animation, the people that brought you Shrek, still that's how they're going it's trolls my name is branch and
5: i'm a troll <laughs> why do i live in a heavily fortified survival bunker because right outside my door lurks a nightmare
2: named poppy
4: a five, six, seven, eight.
2: Everybody, poppy is the leader of the trolls and it's not her fault she's so insanely happy She's just never faced a real problem.
0: Let me guess, they all set out on an adventure together. Then they have to overcome seemingly insurmountable odds in a new and scary world, all while forging an unexpected friendship. How close am I? Oh! Eh,
1: nailed it. Nice, you get to preview this movie with me later <laughs> in the show. Oh, is that a win? <laughs> uh, you win. So, yeah, trolls. Um, it's Drolls. something for everybody. I guess. Right. Yeah. The trolls no, it, people aren't gonna
3: see Doctor Strange. The last few weeks are demographic weeks, you know, like, well, we got one of these, gotta have one of these. One thing it might be nominated, one thing for the kids. I um, hope it gets nominated. A superhero. I mean, I don't know. What you it, hope this movie?
1: No. Trolls? Hatch to XR Rich. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. The movie that gets the new movie that's out to be nominated.
2: I'm really pulling for trolls yeah, this really. <laughs> uh, Oscar season.
0: You know whenever I see trolls posters, it just makes me feel like I'm looking at the candy case in a movie theater?
3: Oh, it's a saccharine it's the sweet same thing, movie. Right? It's ridiculous. You it know. just
0: is what that looks like when you're looking at a bunch of candy. I can't believe
2: they gave a movie to the people that made all those mean comments to Leslie Jones.
0: Yeah. Really? already they got a deal on this. I Come know, and it's all bright and to cheery. Awarded for that they got a deal
2: already. They put that movie together I pretty quick. it's like
3: you know, people have those dogs that are like the yap yap dogs, right? There's yeah. dogs, there's dogs, and then there's the yap yap dogs yeah. that are in the in the Walmart or whatever. It's like the yap yap dog of a oh, movie, right? It looks <laughs> insufferable. Karen and I were thinking about what the movie might be
1: like. That's all about the pink eraser. <laughs> you know the pink eraser, <laughs> the pencil cap eraser, yeah, the or pencil
2: the one cap. that's actually on, uh-huh. the, eras- on, on the, the eraser, on the
0: eraser,
1: yeah, on the pencil, yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing. Dad is like the big solo pink one, and then the little guys—they <laughs> have a whole family adventure.
0: <laughs> the little triangle
3: one that goes on top, right? It's yeah, the on cap, of your- the cap eraser. Because you're like, I'm gonna do a lot of erasing. Oh. I know yeah. I'm gonna go through that one that's and on the you pencil. You go through very it. quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they erase then- something <laughs> they weren't supposed to erase, and then they get in trouble. People are
2: chasing them. And then you go through your pencil eraser, and you put the cap on, and then the metal piece digs through it, and it's all a mess.
3: I don't want to sound Mm. old to you guys, but do kids still use pencils? Is this an old reference (laughs) here?
2: (laughs) They don't know what a pencil is. Yes, but they're up to number four.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They moved on, more advanced. All right, first up is the tale of a magical presence that negates all evil, casts a hypnotic spell, and proves to be one of the most powerful beings in the universe. Of course, we're talking about Marvel Studios. And their latest movie, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Whoa, superhero movie! What? Huh? Karen, I think you can take your leave. Oh,
4: perfect. We'll catch perfect. up. We'll
1: bring you back when Trolls comes on. But in oh. the meantime, this sounds right up Adam's Alley. <laughs> well. Adam's Alley.
3: I kind of like that. Oh, too you know. start yeah, your I own like patent, yeah, pending. patent pending children's show. Too late. Right? I got it. Yeah, a bunch of bunch of crazy puppets crying out in Adam's Alley. Let's talk Doctor Strange. <laughs> they call me... Strange. Strange! Doctors Chivago doodle in Detroit. There's a new doctor in town, Doctor Strange. Or Doctor Estranjero for our listeners in Spain. Listener in Spain. (laughs) Oh, sorry.
1: Uh, Marvel Studios scrapes the bottom of the barrel for their latest superhero offering, adapting a character so obscure that it's safe to say it's all over for Marvel. Paul Rudd plays Ant-Man. Wait a second. One of you turn in some old jokes? Yeah, I did. I feel like I read that all these movies are the same, so (laughs) Well they're not. But yeah, where was I? All right. Once again, Marvel's bench is so empty that they're forced to adapt characters known only to the most hardcore comic book fans, which is why the, the once giant studio comes off laughably desperate by making a movie out of Guardians
2: of the Galaxy. All right, who wrote this? Uh, Paul, that, you, would that, would be, that would be me again. You, uh, Weinberg. That would be me again. It seemed like all the critical predictions of Doom seemed in line for Doctor Strange also.
1: So. Well, well, look, Marvel has defied expectations all along, which is what's great about Doctor Strange. Okay. Or was I in the middle of this bit? Ah, that's right. <laughs> Marvel Studios is hoping the comic book movie boom will bring audiences to see any superhero movie, but unfortunately, their initial offering doesn't have the marquee. All right, now who's phoning it in? The, the critics. critics! <laughs> Lest you wonder, those were quotes. Where did the people? Oh,
3: did you from, pull her out? Were your ones? I thought you did. Well, I mean, um, I, I, those I've read real? all these yeah. ish quotes. Oh, yeah. okay. These are ish. Quote-ish. <laughs> but yeah, no, people predicted the doom and gloom oh. of Marvel. And It just
1: doesn't happen. It's not going to happen again. Because uh, unlike the Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy who fight crime globally and cosmically or the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. who fight crime supposedly on Hulu or something... <laughs>
3: never seen it. Doctor Strange fights crime interdimensionally. Mm. We live in but one reality. Others live in several and live in all of them usually on Hollywood Boulevard. But others live in hundreds of realities. They're called Republicans. Much
1: like the comic books themselves, Dr. Strange moves these Marvel movies further into the realm of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. This is an idea that you can have more than one stream of revenue for a
3: single <laughs> creative concept. When arrogant surgeon Stephen Strange gets into a car crash that ends his career. Uh, I just want to say that if it's a plastic surgeon, then this is a horrible name for him. Mm, mm, Some yeah, Dr. Strange? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a neurosurgeon, uh, actually. Uh, after his medical career is wrecked, he searches for meaning in his life and soon meets the ancient one. Ah, Stan Lee. Oh, uh, no, no. Uh, Ancient One is played by Tilda Swinton, who, in addition to her mastery of mystic arts, is able to use her powers to reveal just how much of a thing I have for androgynous women. Swinton shows up to explain to him that the universe uh, he knows isn't the only reality out there. She teaches him the quantum mechanics and string theory, and the next thing you know, Doctor Strange is doing all sorts of Jedi stuff and moving things with his mind. Uh, this isn't a clip, but I think it'll do. You know how to fight six men.
0: We can teach you how to engage yeah, 600. Works. You know how to disappear. Who's going to know the difference? We can yeah, teach right? you to become Ooh, Now invisible. you got magic. I
3: ah, got the magic I'd in
1: listen to that quote anytime. <laughs> Dr. Strange learns to fight the forces of evil by using magic, making him the Doug Henning of the <laughs> Marvel Universe.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world of magic. The magic of the illusion. An illusion can be magical. Is what you see before you an actual reality or simply an illusion? For if it's an illusion, it must be magic.
3: Superman underneath them, too? <laughs> they did. What a bonus there. <laughs> you, and When I pulled that clip, do you imagine the rights that you didn't used to have to get? Oh, yeah. That was just showtime. They're like, yeah, we use Superman theme. What do, what do we got to pay for that? Pfft, whatever. It's movie music. He eventually takes up residence in New York City in a mansion called the Sanctum Sanctorum. As opposed to the Sanctum Santorum, which is located up Trump's ass. <laughs> Play that Seinfeld drop again.
1: <laughs> Lest you wonder if we were doing jokes. <laughs> absolutely uh, Kind want- of. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely 100% nailed it. Casting Studios um, came up with a brilliant idea of using everyone's first choice as Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch.
3: This movie actually stars twice as many Benedicts as most movie. Benedict Cumberbatch and Benedict Wong. It's all about the Benedicts. <laughs> How good are the special effects in the movie? They're super they superimposed Benedict Cumberbatch into every scene of Inception.
1: And remember, if your trip to an alternate dimension lasts more than 24 <laughs> hours, see your doctor. Strange
4: Strange. Strange. Right, Dr. Strange.
3: You are not lauded enough for your falsetto, Paul. <laughs> too much movie. Too much movie? It looks like is that. Way your too thought?
2: M- yeah, it looks like way too much. I've watched the trailer multiple yeah. trailers. Multiple Whoa,
3: times. it's a lot of movie. What is going on? Yeah. How can this happen? The reviews
2: are stellar. Really? Yeah.
3: He's
1: okay. this Marvel well, man. And they did it again with the with the directorial choice, right? Right. Get the guy from Swingers. He'll make Iron Man. Worked. <laughs> Get that guy who made the breakup, Ant-Man. Worked. <laughs> and now this is the guy who made, what, Deliver Us From Evil. He might, well, he might no, have no, done one of the Sinisters. Yeah, Sinister. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, like, The exorcist Hellraiser 8 or gross. something. Like, he did Hellraiser yeah. 8 or something. Yeah. yeah I mean, so he, he is, makes uh, all these horror movies, and now he's going to make <laughs> Doctor Strange in the, in the reviews. Early word is it's fantastic. It's just yeah. another bold choice that pays off.
3: It, it's really crazy the progression that Marvels went through because the comic the comics go everywhere. You know the comics go into space, they go into mystical dimensions, all this. Sort, this is all stuff that's always been in the Marvel universe since the sixties.
1: Oh, we're do. I mean, we we know we're headed towards that. The way mm-hmm. they have Thanos, Thanos isn't exactly going to come down and fight in Brooklyn,
3: right? <laughs> By the time the Avengers meet him, it's going to be cosmic. Yeah. Well, what this really opens the door for is Man Thing.
1: Well, that is that what we're leading up to.
3: <laughs> that's what we're leading up to. This is all leading up to Man Thing, guys. Forget Thanos. Yeah, they're going to fight him like next year in the Avengers. But we're really headed. Well, once we well, now we've got Ant Man <laughs> who enters an alternate dimension. We've got Doctor Strange who enters an alternate. Dimension. We are headed to the Nexus of all realities, which is where, which is the residence of Man Thing. <laughs>
2: now <laughs> I don't even know what that is. The two of you are <laughs> extremely, extremely excited about this, right? Yes, uh, very excited. Okay, the uh, next turn now. As I learned my lesson with Guardians of the Galaxy, just because I, I don't know, just because I don't yeah. know them, just because I don't know them, doesn't mean it's not going to be a good movie. Did you enjoy that, right? It was a good, it was a fine right? movie. Yeah. yeah. It, although Karen and I both share the same complaint, which is too many names. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a name. in Well, there's <laughs> only one Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's good. Right away, they're winning me over with that strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, do a lot of people know who Doctor Strange is? No. no. Okay. They do so, not. Okay. So some people probably knew who Guardians of the Galaxy were. No. No. Oh, okay. I've Probably read le- the Guardians of the Galaxy, less. and I don't know who the Guardians. I would of the Galaxy
1: say less are. because they rarely cross really over. It's really obscure. I had a comic in this. It, this is a joke, almost comic. Book. I had a co- comic called the Defenders. Now, the Defenders aren't they like the New York group includes
3: Daredevil and all that? Yeah. Well, that's in the Netflix show. They're doing a Defenders that is the the series they've done: Luke right. Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, and Jessica Jones. But the Defenders, when I was a kid, was Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, the Silver Hulk, Server, yeah.
1: Hulk, Submariner, and Prince Namor. Yeah. Yeah. Which is you know they're okay, never so gonna I put thought, that together for the movies. I thought I wasn't nuts. I was no, you're like, not. I know they're putting Defenders together from yeah the the New York uh, superheroes yeah. on TV. It was just an alternate Avengers. They had okay, no, that's how no I history. knew Doctor Strange, but I mean that's not anything everybody reads. No. But Guardians of the so but since he crossed over into the Avengers. He's heard of certainly way
3: more than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he's a main character. He's a main comic book. The Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, it used to be a real offshoot thing that would show up every once in a while on, like, Nova Comics, who is now kind of in the movies as well, Nova. But yeah, then a couple years ago, they put together... And they were just like trying to be... Honestly, it's like the hipster comic. It's like, let's pick the weirdest things. Rocket Raccoon, that was a stupid series from 1984. Groot, that was a stupid character from 1950 or 1970s. Is that right? They stuck them all together? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like... and uh, So they took these characters and then they made it work. Because the the great thing is they really do take the incredible pathos of these characters and they build the plot from that. So like Doctor Strange, the idea of a, a cocky doctor who loses his you know loses his way uh you know that's uh that that's uh you get another place for marvel to start as like all right well what how can we tell a story starting with that
2: i might have to see this movie just to figure out how he goes from being in a car crash to tilda swinton showing up and explaining yeah. to him there's multiple universes Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think the how, how do you well, make I can that? tell you if you'd like, and it's not too much of a It's not a spoiler. I mean, the crash just kind of wrecks his career. Yeah, so he searches for meaning in the universe or on the planet. So how whatever. does he?
2: So he just meets this woman out in the yeah, street.
1: He, yeah. Well, according to the comics, he overhears a story about these mystical ancient ones, and he eventually finds her. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm sure yeah. they have a clever. He has way of the doing resources it. because he's
2: rich and whatever. Is like, he like chosen? Think, is he a chosen one? He becomes chosen, he
3: but why I don't know. Yeah,
2: because it seems like this is the sort of thing that. You're either destined for, or they could have found a doctor before him, right? I guess so. There's other nerds. Yeah, Ben Carson. We're we're, we're waiting for (laughs) this doctor. Yeah. It looks like there are others with his ability who
3: are out for evil.
1: Oh. And he must fight. We're we're looking
3: for a Peter Hooten type deep reference. wow. I don't know. That was the TV Doctor Strange. Good lord. TV Doctor Strange. That's right. Did he show up in Incredible Hulk or something? No, no, just because Incredible Hulk was so popular, they tried to launch oh, others. The, so oh, he had his own show? That, just say. a TV movie like Captain America, oh, okay. you know, like Reb Brown, Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> Uncommon Valor That's pre Reb Brown. matt Salinger. Uh, yeah, Captain pre America. matt Salinger. See, there's some deep <laughs> references there. I got to tell you, I mean, uh, having, obviously, I'm an early adopter of superhero movies. This is incredibly exciting because he is a deep reference. Although, again, once you've gone Guardians of the Galaxy. We're sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Once you've gone Guardians of the Galaxy, you really have broken the scale in some way. Like, really? Is Doctor Strange so so rare at this point? But I have to say, when you go back to... Because we're about to see the last Wolverine movie as well. That trailer got dropped. Great last trailer. Time. Yeah, exactly. Logan. And uh, and so that's, that's the last uh, X-Men movie, even if they make many bef- afterwards. But that's supposed to be the last X-Men tale. But when you go back to X-Men, <clears throat> there was such a fear of having any color in costumes because... It, but what people just weren't going to go see superhero movies in 1999. So they had all the black leather, right? So it 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 was always like, all right, fine. If we have to dress everybody from Blade to X-Men to Batman in black leather in order to have people not protest at the idea of a superhero movie, then all right, let's have that. So when I see this trailer for Doctor Strange and he has that shot where he whips on the big red and blue giant collar, absolutely comic book accurate ridiculous costume with such confidence i'm like oh we've we've gone somewhere he, with these movies right doing and it's benedict cumberbatch the pedigree is huge i mean ah. tilda swinton and tell yeah, right? and for. Oh. i mean and, easy for you to uh, say
1: benedict cumberbatch i mean
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a great cast <laughs> and fun
4: yeah.
3: yeah it's crazy it's uh, we're all gonna go have a good time and nobody's heard of this guy and we're all gonna go it's the, that's the crazy thing they've been pulling off
1: Let's get on to the second film of The Big Weekend, opening weekend of the holiday season, Heartbreak Ridge. A 1986 Clint Eastwood movie about an over-the-hill military man trying to train a group of restless and undisciplined privates. Must be a 30th anniversary re-release or something. Paul, that's Heartbreak Ridge. This is actually Hacksaw Ridge. Right. Right. In Hacksaw Ridge, Clint Eastwood... Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield plays a doctor. Doctor Strange? No. No. Look, we're done with Doctor Strange, all right? We've moved on to Heartbreak Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Damn it, right? Heartbreak Ridge was a war movie. So is Hacksaw Ridge, Paul. Bart? All right, let's get on with the preview,
2: shall we? Yes, please. Okay. Say, do you hate guns and war? Well, then this movie is for you. Say, do you love guns and war? Well, then this movie is for you. Say, do you love guns but hate war and love
1: Jesus? Then this movie is for you. See, America can come together and all it took was Mel
2: Gibson. Who Who'da thunk it? Hacksaw <laughs> Ridge is the triumphant return to the big screen of the Academy Award winning director of Braveheart, Mel Gibson. Because that's the only Mel Gibson that they're hiring lately. You no know, man, it's the ultimate piece
1: of meat, Mel Gibson. Nice. <laughs> the other Mel Gibson...
2: If it's all the same to you.
4: I'll drive that tanker.
1: The one from all those great movies.
5: Police, open up.
0: How do I know it's the police?
5: After I shoot you through the door, you can examine the bullet. Open
1: up.
2: That is a saxophone. (laughs) I know. God, that is a saxophone. That we
1: loved as a kid and
2: even into adulthood. They don't know where that guy went. Mm. Now, for the kids out there who listen to the show and are too young, there was a time where a scandal used to be bad for your career, and Mel Gibson got into one whopper of a scandal. That's how we used to describe scandals. Whoppers. Whopper sized. <laughs> <laughs> you it was a dilly of a pickle or a whopper of a scandal. <laughs> you kids are not going to believe this, but here's the tape of his scandal. Okay. Mm.
3: Since November, allegations have resurfaced, with more than 30 women coming forward, some accusing Cosby of drugging oh, or sexually sorry. assaulting them. So, so,
2: so, I'm sorry, sorry, Paul, oh, that was the wrong no, that that that's the beloved 80s icon Bill Cosby, who might have raped a couple of dozen women, we're not sure. That's not Mel Gibson's scam. Oh, okay, here we go. Woody Allen doesn't deny having an affair with 21-year-old Sunyi Previn, who Mia adopted when she was married to Conductor Andre Previn, what he does deny is that last August at Farrow's Connecticut country home, in the midst of a bitter but still private custody fight, I think this is okay. It but it, it took 70-year-old. me a moment <laughs> to realize this, that's not it either. I'm sure. I'm sure that we have tape of, of, of what it is that destroyed Mel Gibson's career and sent him into hiding, never to be seen again. From here, here, Paul, play that right. And the Oscar goes for Roman Polanski. No, no, Paul, Paul, for the pianist, Paul. What? 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 No, wait. no, that's that, that's the rapist roman polanski receiving an oscar in a full minute of applause (laughs) oh okay here here is the tape that took mel gibson's career down okay
5: you know i'm automatically attracted to beautiful i just start kissing them it's like a magnet (laughs) damn it paul i don't even know and when you're a star they let you do it no no paul Paul, 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 that's just the the republican
2: nominee for the president of the (laughs) The united states and not the actor from bird on a wire okay
1: wait i think i can remember you're having trouble I think Mel called his wife the N-word. Was she black? No. Wait. No, it was worse than that. What? He said that he hoped she would get raped by an N-word. But he didn't actually rape anyone.
2: Well, he he called a cop sugar tits. Look, I'm sure that wasn't fun for the cop, but honestly, that sounds positively adorable as scandals go. Alright. Uh, with a story ripped from today's headlines in
1: 1945, Hacksaw Ridge is a very emotional movie filled with the enduring spirit of a man and his commitment to his religion and his love for his country. Here's an inspirational speech from the movie.
4: Yeah, folks. I'm proud of this flag, and I'm proud of all the
1: people.
5: People from my family. People from your family that gave down their lives. That sacrifice to keep this flag flying free. To keep this country brave.
1: That that might have been hacksaw jim duggan. Oh, <laughs> different. Hacksaw.
2: Patriotic. Uh, in fact, not since Drillbit Taylor have fans of big time wrestling been so fooled by a movie title thinking it might be the name of a famous wrestler. But in all fairness, fans of big time wrestling are easily fooled in general. So Say so it didn't math me. Let's play a <laughs> let's play a game. Big time wrestler or movie <laughs> title. Oh. All right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a quick little game where we'll go around the table and see if you can guess whether or not I'm giving you the name of a movie title or that of a big-time wrestler. So let's go. Uh, I'm, f- I'm
3: not going to be good at this because I can tell you Joe Taylor must be a wrestler, and I be, know that's a movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with an easy one, perhaps, for the table. Uh, Midnight Cowboy.
1: That's a movie. Uh, that's a movie. A movie. <laughs> okay. getting here for wrestling, though. Uh, uh, hey, that sounds good, though.
2: A- the Demon of the Deep.
1: Oh, that sounds like a movie, a B movie, like horror film.
2: Maybe, maybe a Corman movie, yeah. Yeah, that is a big time wrestler. Is it really? Even yeah. in the, the deep, as a uh huh. How, uh, how do you define big time? How do you define big time? Oh, I just just <laughs> the re- I always thought big time was just the way you described the fake I know. wrestling. That gotcha. was the, it was the description of it, right? Big time wrestling, right? Big time wrestling, not yeah. real wrestling. Big time wrestling, like, like a big
3: time uh, with the
2: R with a little circle around it, right? Yeah. Big time wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it could be in somebody's <laughs> basement with forty people watching on bleachers, but it's still big it's time. Big wrestling. Big time wrestling. It's not real um, wrestling, which is boring. In the Olympics. Ooh, Black
3: Orpheus. That's a movie. Yeah, that's a. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard of it. That's oh. a terrible wrestler name. That's really what I'm going on. Uh, <laughs> Steve Lombardi. Well, that's a wrestler. Okay. Yeah, that's a wrestler. <laughs> a terrible name fired. for a movie. <laughs> Charlie Varick. <laughs> Charlie Varick? <laughs> Charlie Varick. That he sounds, sounds like, like a jobber. it <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> does sound like a jobber.
2: That is a movie title. Nah, oh, Randy right. Macho Man versus Charlie Varick. <laughs> uh, well, here's, here's a tricky one. The Dynamite Kid. <gasps> that's a wrestler, right? No, that's... Sounds like a Gary Coleman movie. You I'm are both not. right. You're both right. It is, really? a, it is a movie and a big-time wrestler. Uh, El Hombre de del Guante Negro.
3: The Black Glove? Yes. <laughs> the guy of the Black Glove? <laughs> I think the guy of the, the Black man Glove the, is a wrestler. The man of the Black Glove. The man of Black Glove? Yeah. That sounds like a... That yeah. is a big-time wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and then... Is uh, he a luchadero? Is that what they oh, call oh, it? Oh, what was the Iron Bronze Fist or whatever that came out last year? That sounds like a wrestler. Ooh, the Mongolian Stomper. I got I, if that's a movie I'm watching, that sounds, like sounds like
1: a move
3: that Charlie <laughs> Varick would put on you. Ah, the Mongolian Stomper. That's uh, how Charlie Varick beats you. That is,
2: that is a uh, big time wrestler. Yeah. And finally, uh, does anyone know if, whether or not Hacksaw Ridge is the name of a movie or a big time wrestler? Bart, that's the movie oh. we're talking about. <laughs> uh, on the well, show. that's another edition of Movie Title or Big Time Wrestler. <laughs> Thanks for playing. You're That's both hilarious. winners. On to the lightning round. Right, back
1: <laughs> onto that movie we were talking about. <laughs> Much like he does in real life, director Mel Gibson walks the fine line between warmongering and pacifism in this World War II movie about the first conscientious, uh, consci- easy for me to say, conscientious objector to be awarded the Medal of Honor. The other two were not Bill Clinton and George W. Bush, by
2: the way. <laughs> Andrew Garfield trades in his organic web shooters for Well, nothing, really. In Hacksaw Ridge, he portrays Private Desmond T. Doss, an army medic and conscientious objector. Well said. Thank you. Who enlists to fight in World War II, but he did so with the condition that he would never take up a weapon. Now, as you can imagine, the Army didn't take too kindly to his no-kill policy, but after enduring the ridicule and physical abuse from his fellow soldiers, the United States government saw him fit to sacrifice his life for the freedom of others. Oh, how thoughtful of them. His bravery is no doubt rewarded with the Medal of Honor,
1: long waits at the VA hospital, and diminished veterans' benefits back in the States. Ha!
2: But the joke's on the army, because not only did Private Doss not kill anyone, but he saved so many lives that they thought they might have to fight the whole war over again just to make up for all the guys he saved.
1: Doss doesn't kill any Nazis because I assume they hate the Jews, and as we've learned, the Jews are responsible for all the
2: wars in the world. Isn't that right, Mel Gibson? (laughs) Let's let the Avengers make the deciding vote. I, for one, want to let Tony Stark decide whether he should
3: forgive Mel. Unless you are completely without sin, in which case you picked the wrong industry, <laughs> in forgiving my friend his trespasses, offering him the same clean slate you have me, and allowing him to continue his great and ongoing contribution to our collective art without shame. He's hugged the cactus long enough. rich <laughs> <laughs> Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Did Hexar Ridge pitch game four? Is that who, uh... <laughs> um. This
2: actually looks really good. Mm. I'm very excited about it. And uh, a little disappointed that Mel's not in it. But mm. his son is. Is that right? As a, like an extra. He mm. didn't, didn't give him a real big part. Just put him in the, in the group of guys shooting at other guys. Root Gibson? <laughs> looks just <laughs> like his dad. Um, but I, I guess it is a faith-based movie. I didn't realize. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. faith plays a big role in this character's motivation. But That's
3: his, why he's a pacifist,
1: right? Yeah. yeah.
2: He's a Seventh-day Adventist. Wasn't this
1: what Sergeant York was about as well? Uh, the Steve Martin movie. That's Sergeant Bilko. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Sergeant York's a Gary Cooper movie oh, from many years ago. Uh, I, I thought know. he was a pacifist too, who
3: then got sent to war and did a whole had a whole adventure. I'm surprised neither of us pulled a Lebowski drop with the pacifism thing. Oh. I mean, beyond pacifism. <laughs> this that is, is unusual for you guys. Yeah, this is not non- Any there are rules. to pull a
1: Lebowski drop. I have to rename them other things down my computer because Lebowski <laughs> drops is taken like a hundred times. There's one, two, and three, and four, et
3: cetera. But, but this is much like much like when Michael Keaton came back with Birdman and everyone was like, wow, Michael Keaton's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. We've all He has been for, I don't know why he hasn't been in stuff, but it's like Mel Gibson, it's the director of Braveheart, hasn't been hired in 15 years. The director of Braveheart hasn't is, been is hired. Apocalypto
1: the last? Uh, Apocalypto.
3: Last one I was yeah, it '09
1: yeah. or something, so it's been like yeah, so it's been like uh, yeah, eight yeah. years. I mean, away. a while. But still, it's been. A li- but still, he seems to be making his own movies. Was he hired for this, or is this an Icon Productions that he, the Icon yeah. production that he made? You know? I think
2: this is his. his. Feels pretty icon, is Apocalypse his yeah.
1: thing. You know, yeah. he's doing his own thing because he, he can't get hired, and that's a shame.
2: But as we said, or or about to say, I can't remember. Um, all those <laughs> scandals <laughs> that we read off. <laughs> uh, like it, Memento, this
3: story a, is taking place sideways.
2: Ridiculous that Mel got such right such uh, so ostracized
3: I think it has a lot to do with how sort of family I mean the, the, it, the guy that got he in trouble he went after the wrong
2: group he went after the wrong group
3: yeah I'm sure everything he said
1: Richard Harris said on a side of the road at one <laughs> point <laughs> absolutely absolutely right more Oliver Reed probably but still and he he, <laughs> yeah. he kept working yeah but uh, Bloodfather is is good if you didn't see
3: now it. that's he's a star in that one and yeah. that's
1: the one where they kidnap his son daughter daughter yeah
3: Give me back my daughter!
1: Yeah, they, uh and, <laughs> Well, she kind of gets in the wrong crowd, and he's got to save her from that. But uh-huh. when,
3: obviously, when it gets, when she gets yeah. in too deep, and I and I love Mel as the actor. Uh, it's great that he's an amazing director. Have I chimed in on it here? I mean, he, the whole movie
1: starts out with him at a, a no, AA, AA meeting. Okay, and he's sitting there apologizing for all the. Faults he's had, he stuff has. he and, said, you know. So it's d- this <laughs> total, life. right? It's this total double meaning. Yeah, thing. Yeah. I mean, it's really. He powerful. only does double
3: meaning roles now, right? Like the beaver was him, oh, like yeah. apologizing for being a dickhead yeah. and saying, asking his wife to be raped by whatever. I mean, you know, it's, it's like a, he like only plays guys that are like apologetic now. That's like, how I I really should see the third Machete movie. He's just a plain well, old comic book villain in yeah, that, he, right? I think, he's, <laughs> I
1: think he's balancing it up because you should see, but you saw Expendables 3, right? He's the best thing in that movie. I haven't seen that. Oh, he's the best part of the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. He's got a monologue that's great. It's just like Mickey Rourke was the best part of the first one. yeah. Now, the guys who come in and do one movie are the best.
3: <laughs> which, which goes back to my point of like when when uh, Michael Keaton came out and was like, yeah, put Mel Gibson in a movie. He's really good. You know why? Because he's only ever been good in yeah. movies. And now, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's
1: you're going to have to come to grips with some of the things he said if you're offended by that. Sure. Yes,
3: but. They sound terrible in that private phone call to his wife.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know that scene where he's... In signs, I always go back to the scene where his wife is pinned to the pinned to a tree by a car. One of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. by the way. Try and pull that scene off. I mean, the pain he has to work with inside to to just watch his wife die and have this horribly emotional scene. I mean, you got to know something's going on inside mm-hmm. Mel. Well, now we all know. <laughs> but now yeah. that we all know, put him in more stuff because we know we're going to get this gold out of him if we put. I mean, Bloodfather's not a great
3: vehicle, yeah. but he's
1: great in it. You know, and the if the right vehicle came around, man, he
3: would just I mean, kill it. I I enjoy. It. I remember. I mean, he was in all of his trouble, and he disappeared for a couple years, and then he also came out with a Get the Gringo. Do you remember Get the I Gringo? I saw that too. Yeah. And I mean, wait a I, minute. Get the Gringo was that with?
2: Um, um, I don't remember who else. James Gandolfini. Gall-
3: oh, Julia that Roberts. Might be no, the right? Mexican. The Mexican. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all. It takes place in Mexico. Uh, such a actually. gringo. Gringo. I just figured, yeah. Mexican. <laughs> Uh, but that was one of the things, and I, I forget whether the movie is worth it or not, but I just yeah. enjoy. I hadn't seen him in a movie in a while, and I'm like, ah, it's Mel being, you know, uh, doing this or that. I just, and you're
1: right, he is beefed up. Yeah. He is yoked. In this yeah. interview
2: I saw, he was really kind of, and he looks good. Uh, his face fills out. He's got this crazy great beard that isn't too insane. Yeah, you know, well-coiffed. <laughs> yeah, so his forearms look like thighs. Yeah, he is a really thick human being. He does have a sense of... A little craziness. Like, he's just a l- maybe almost too self-aware now yeah. about where he's been and where he is now and-, and trying to make up for that and be a decent guy about it.
3: I mean, Comes th- off a little nutty. I've had to accept that Mel Gibson is not so much the superhero that I grew up with, but perhaps a Klaus Kinski, right? Like... Mm-hmm. But I know Klaus Kinski is probably capable of great harm in those in his life, and he's a t- probably a terrible person, <laughs> yeah. and he must be incredibly, in fact, most of the bunch of things you watch, he's incredibly horrible to work with. <laughs> you know, but I'm like, but I love the guy. Mel's not.
2: You're talking about the other guy.
3: No, I'm saying Klaus Kinski. Clause, yeah. Like, at this point, like I, he used to be more of a Christopher Reeve to me, Mel yeah. Gibson. You know, like, yeah. like Riggs and whoever, I'm like, ah, he's this guy, this guy, I grew up with him, I love him, and now I'm like, eh, yeah, he's a little flawed, but... He could you know it could just be a Klaus Kinski like all right you know I wouldn't want a room with him but I a Klaus
1: Kinski movie every time when he puts <laughs> the gun in his mouth and Lethal the weapon oh. there's something going on in Mel Gibson that, yeah. that can make mm-hmm. him pull that scene off so authentically
3: oh the the one I pulled uh, I watched that scene in Ransom when he does say give me back my son that whole conversation with Gary Sinise that's an incredible conversation yeah. and how that father is so flawed as to keep throwing you know r- 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 logs in front of it but as from the heroic thing like I'm putting this money up for a hitman. Like he keeps doing stuff like that. But when he does, they give me back my son. Everything he says to Gary Sinise is just like, oh, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. No, those that, that was the that was the heyday. That was the mm-hmm. run. Right. He had a great run. Payback,
2: ransom,
1: Braveheart.
3: I, I
2: need to see Payback again. I've actually seen it only once, and I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And I remember it. I remember there being a car chase scene in that movie mm. that was unparalleled, where it went on for. Ten minutes and you felt like you were in it and at the end of it you were just like, Get me out of this car. Does anyone yeah. else remember that? I don't remember. Uh, been, I've no, only remember seen it the, once too. I remember the
1: dialogue more than anything else. Oh, no. yeah, right. James yeah. Colburn, right? James Coburn. Ah yeah. Yep. And in
3: Col- the movie was like a wash in silver and blue. Yes. So like
2: it had that filter. <laughs> yeah.
3: And uh in the same era of James Coburn, Maverick. He's great. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a great Mel Gibson too. Yep. I, I watched him shoot Payback. They shot that in Chicago. I yeah. was there with you. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yes. We were just walking on the street we and Mel went, Gibson shooting a movie. And we waited for like an hour or so and there's Mel Gibson. That was very exciting. Yeah, and then he showed up at Second City and did a set. What? Yeah. yeah.
2: That almost sounded like a joke the way you added it to the <laughs> end uh, And nope. he showed up at Second City. And went in Chicago.
1: He just wandered in and he like did some bits. They, you know, of course, this was the era of Scott Adsit and John Glazer yeah. and they just took care of him, you know. Yeah. It was fun. Tina Fey. Uh, Uh, On
3: to our final film of the weekend. It's Trolls. Oh, please be an animated reboot of the 1986 film Trolls, starring Michael Moriarty, Shelley Hack, June Lockhart, and Sonny Bono. No. I'm
1: out. It's an animated film from DreamWorks. Right on the heels of Doctor Strange, along comes Trolls to complicate your debate about which movie to get high and go see. Hmm. Uh, We're going to bring Karen back in here, and uh, and Adam, why don't you swap sweets with you? She'll talk about this, all right? right, And we'll tell people what it's all about. Just
3: get out of here. Yeah, leave. Scram. Can you play a teleporter sound as I change?
1: Trolls might sound like the big screen adaptation of the YouTube comment section for this summer's Ghostbusters, <laughs> but it's actually an animated commercial, sorry, movie, based on the troll dolls. You know, they're creepy, half-naked, with wild hair and googly eyes.
0: If creepy with wild hair and googly eyes is all it takes to make a movie, then why not make a movie based on Rip Taylor?
1: Because nobody knows who the hell Rip Taylor is. Notice a club? Michael Jackson.
0: I'm using his shampoo, head, and smolders. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do.
1: Hey, screenwriter who was thinking of giving up, Trolls is an adaptation of those things that you put on the top of your pencil in junior high and spun around to make their hair all funny. Sure, we all had troll figures when we were kids, but what would a DreamWorks animation movie be without a plot? Turbo? The plot of Trolls is...
0: Hey, look over here!
1: Okay, as I was saying... Everything is great within the troll kingdom, until one day... Hey kids, bored yet?
0: Look at me!
4: All
1: right. okay. Look, uh, this is the story about trolls who live in colorful and stress-free worlds where peace, harmony, and endless amounts of no-frizz hairspray reign for all of troll-kind. Until one day...
2: Branch, we just got attacked by a Bergen! A Bergen?
1: That's right. The Troll's enemies are the Bergens, led by their leader, Patrick. Deep Reference. Maybe we should have gone with Candace. No. Definitely not Edgar. If that was, <laughs> if, if Patrick was deep.
2: <laughs> I didn't even know there was a Patrick. Oh, yes. I was reaching for Candace. And
1: That's the I'll deep one. I'm just thinking of that That's doll. Like eight feet deep, <laughs> Yeah. this Patrick Bergen. What is the name Patrick of the... Patrick Bergen stalked Julia Roberts in Sleeping with the Enemy.
0: He was the one who turned all the cans the same direction. He did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She opened up the cover and was like, oh, he's back. Why? Not
2: since, yeah. Because that's a dumb movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not since uh, stacks of rocks in the woods have I been so frightened <laughs> by objects being rearranged.
0: So, attacked by Bergens and all the trolls haven't been taken. Whatever are we going to do now, animated movie? Asking as if I already don't know. What's your plan? To rescue everyone and make it home safely. We did it! Uh Well, how about that? You just came right out and just said it, didn't you there, trailer? Well, I think my work here is done.
1: No, actually, we have to keep going. Why? After everyone's been kidnapped by a Bergen, or was it a Barrymore? Either way, (laughs) it's up to Branch and Poppy and their soundtrack to save the entire population of trolls. Can Branch and Poppy set aside their differences for the sake of all troll survival? Will the soundtrack of this movie make up for the dismal box office? My guess is you have a better shot at the first thing happening.
0: Okay, on the... on that soundtrack, they cover a Cyndi Lauper song, who herself looks like a human doll. Trolled. It's Fuck true. you. On that soundtrack, they cover a Cyndi Lauper song, who herself looks like a human troll doll. A and,
2: sexy troll doll. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, you wanted to take her and just spin her around. <laughs> well, real I fell. definitely want to spin, spin,
2: spin around. Cindy. her around. Her hair is going to stick up. No, <laughs> no. doubt. Lauper around. Absolutely. Anna
1: Kendrick plays Poppy, a character so hyper and optimistic that I think this movie is an adaptation of Valium.
0: <laughs> well, at least we found one thing Justin Timberlake isn't good at: being a troll. Really? No, not really. I just made that up. His voice acting in this movie is as melodious and transcendent as his music. Not to mention his online insults are both funny and constructive. He really is the best troll.
1: But with Justin Timberlake singing a duet, hey, eh, maybe we'll see Anna Kendrick's tit. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> it could just a pop out. She has precedence. <laughs> she has one.
0: Well, you only <laughs> saw one of Janet's.
2: Oh, okay, that's true. I, oh, <laughs> now I get the joke. Ah! Hey,
0: Whenever he's around, <laughs> it, a tit could just pop out. Uh, just a pop out. Justin Timberlake has an effect on tits. Uh, the cast rounds out with Russell Brand, who I absolutely adore, Christine Baranski, Zoe Chanel, Christopher Mintz plaz and Ron Funches. It's a who's who celebrity list of who needs to make a house payment this month.
1: There's something unusual uh, going on here for an animated film. Along with the trailer, there is some B-roll available on IMDb.com. We got that B-roll. But you'd think (laughs) for this film They'd have some tea roll See, because tea roll roll.
0: That
1: joke works better in print
0: (sighs) Will the troll save the day? It will if your day is that of a typical parent Desperately in need of distraction For your hyperactive kids Yes, it'll save the day
1: There you go Trolls saving the day. Who cares? Part.
0: Saving the day.
1: Interesting story
2: about the trolls. Tell me. Uh, I I would love to hear an interesting story about the trolls. It's
0: probably nothing to do with the trolls. No, No,
2: They were invented by some uh, Dutch fisherman who couldn't afford a present for his daughter. So he uh, carved a doll and gave it to his daughter. And everyone in Dutchland, whatever neighborhood he was in, uh, all the kids went nuts for it. And he was like, okay. And then he went into a toy making business. and And his last name was Dam. His his, Thomas, his name is like Thomas Dam, so he literally made a company called Damn Things. Those trolls are those damn things. Yes. So when, you when you, did I oversell that story?
0: No, at the no, beginning? I think what I'm thinking.
2: Well, they were made much? out of wood, right? Yeah, because they that's were, what you he, do and carved. Yeah, in other did he
0: just stick some fuzz on their heads? They didn't. You know, Wikipedia didn't get into
2: how the hair became. Because the situated. hair was the best part of them. I thought they and were a 60s thing. <laughs>
0: Right, and and it's a weird little pervy thing because all of them you can see their little naked butts. Well, they're all naked, right? Yeah, none
2: of them. They're full Donald Ducks. I mean,
0: they're Donald Ducks, and they have little um, belly buttons buttons and naked butts.
2: Now, do they? Did they go on our pencils? Because. I thought that too when I was doing some research, but I also remember just the just the heads that went on the pencils with the fuzzy hair that's you would spin, dude, and I it would go. I crazy. think so because you
1: couldn't put the pencil up their ass. Yes, I, you could. You yes,
0: could. I had that one, but little you tiny one. It right? was a little tiny one about this big, and they had the hair. But it, I remember in class going. This is going right between his
2: legs. <laughs>
0: it go- And there's a hole there, and you just stick the pencil in there, and his little legs are on either yeah. side of the eraser.
2: You got a big troll schlong
0: it with has that a pencil. a giant troll schlong. And, and
1: you're jamming that in a sharpener, yeah. peeling off, basically giving him a
0: sharp penis. Uh, no, uh, um, and there's girl ones that have a sharp male penis. are cutting the tip off.
1: Oh, it's Lachian. a caster.
0: Like yeah. ca-
2: catastrophe. It's a
0: catastrophe. Damn straight.
2: <laughs> <Jam the tip laughs> cut off. It's a total, <laughs> you mean a circumcision? Yeah, that's what that's I what call it, mean. okay, a that's catastrophe. <laughs> that's what I was going for. But now, really, this yeah. movie was made for the soundtrack, right? I mean, oh, Rihanna's certainly. on it, Timberlake's on it.
0: Yeah, Gwen Stefani. Um, I
1: mean, the movie looks horrible. You know, I'm happy to know I didn't have circumcision right there. Like, <laughs> right, there right there when I needed that word. <laughs> <I'm> okay, <laughs> no, and I didn't have it right there.
0: Uh, this movie, I've seen this trailer at least Seven times, and then I watched it to talk about it today. But every time I'd see Ghostbusters, this was before Ghostbusters, mm. and so I've been seeing it since July fifteenth. There's been
1: six months of hype. They were at uh, Comic Con.
0: They what have. Is been, it possibly I about other than what know. they just told you
2: it was about? I mean, there's nothing it's, unique or original. It, they'll, they'll, you know, they're trying to be Smurfs. They and, have to go out on an adventure. They have to leave the comforts of their. The, the the place they
0: know. You know the they thing don't get
2: along. They gotta forge a friendship, like Smurfs. Is, is,
0: yeah, but like also I think that they have the the. From what I can tell in the trailer, they're trying to teach people that um, you gotta work together and get along and be happy. And even though someone may be different than you, don't be mad at them just because they're perky. They have problems too. And
2: these are all good lessons. Mm-hmm. But what I think I'm discovering is that animation has become too easy because there's too many of these movies being made all the time. Oh, and, yeah, you know, before I've when that. you did
0: frame by frame, yeah. they had to take it easy. <laughs> At least six years in between. <laughs> you had to commit to it. And yeah. Yeah, now they're like, <laughs> oh, we can just put it in a computer. It's just like um, it's just like your friends being able to think that they can write clever things on Facebook. Yeah. Like, yeah. everybody thinks they have an opinion now because it's too easy.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I have a forum. It's Facebook. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, that's not necessarily
2: a vetted forum. But what I think happens is when animated movies are that easy to make, what you realize is there aren't a lot of good ideas for animated movies. There are Mm. more. There's more ability to make the animated movie than there are ideas to some. This happened with 2D as well, I think. Like right around from
1: Facts of Life, 2D, 2D, yeah. (laughs) Still got it in the 90s, (laughs) right before Toy Story. I thought there were just too many of the 2D hand-drawn animated movies. Like they were just there were tons of them. There would be, and then it's like we only need give us one example because
0: what are you talking about 2D? I'm
1: talking about 2D.
0: Oh, I thought you said Tootie. I said He tootie. said Tootie. I heard Tootie making a joke, again. But that's what you went with? Yeah, I still hear Tootie. You like that better? I thought it was like a computer animated sketchy program. I wish I could program. switch
1: my story into something about Facts of Life. I'm just picturing
0: you. like somebody on roller skates.
1: You're not picturing Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron? I would
0: never see that. <laughs> this came out. <laughs> it sounds Thumbelina. Horrible. I mean, there were just a lot of these.
1: Oh,
2: well, Thumbelina I think awful. I remember, but the Stallion movie I don't remember. I don't remember there being a lot of hand-drawn animated movies for kids. You get maybe one a year, maybe. Now that's every three months because right. But I think that one a, a year
1: led to eventually way too many. Uh-oh. And now we had one or two of the, three D animated, with, Toy Story, oh. and then and now there's way too many of.
2: Them. Yeah. So,
1: a few of them will stand out. Then
2: there'll be the rest. This will not be one of. them. I don't
0: think I like animated anything because I know that there was a whole Ghostbusters series where they were animated. I never cared.
2: What was the one you and I saw? We saw like two or three animated cartoon movies Oh, in yeah. A day. We saw uh, Rio, Puss in Boots. which you could take or leave. Take or leave. And Puss, Puss in Boots, which was really funny. Was really good and really good, well done. That was good, right? Yeah. 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 But that was two of those back-to-back in the same day, 3D animated. You're um, good for what? Months, right? It's just too much stuff flying at your face. <laughs> just too much.
0: <laughs> There's going to be a lot of stuff flying at your face in yeah. on this one.
2: A lot is of it, Wait a minute. Is this 3D? Oh, I'm sure. I'm uh, bet uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. But
0: it's it's also g- kind of the perfect time, though. This is going to be the season for um, families getting bored after they eat a lot of food and they need to go somewhere. So and throw up. This will make uh, them throw this up. This is going to be perfect for that. This will
2: be enough to induce nausea mm-hmm. and vomiting. You're talking about for Thanksgiving?
0: Yeah, and, hel- and the holidays and stuff. Oh, Your right. crazy aunt comes over and is like, oh, let's go do something with the kids, and you go see trolls.
1: Yeah shooting high for this to be around in, <laughs> in three, three weeks. weeks. <laughs> Aww. Alright, since we're previewing a movie called Trolls, we thought it would be appropriate to revisit a segment we here at the Movie Guys like to call YouTube Movie Reviews. Uh, this is where we read the horrible, mean, rude, and often hilarious comments people leave on YouTube about a movie. We go to the movie's trailer site and yeah. people just sound off there. Now, we were going to do that about this movie, but we can't. What? Because Fine. there aren't really any scathing comments on YouTube about this movie. So... No trolling on the movie Trolls. Well played, irony. Well played. All right, screw it then. We'll get on to our guest segment. We'll take ten seconds of break, and we'll be right back with TV's Jonathan Mangum. Stay with us. I like
2: YouTube movie reviews. I wanted to do it this time, and there were just no. Are you
0: kidding? Nobody said anything bad. No,
2: a lot of lot of very positive things about Trolls. Could have made something up.
1: And we are back. Well, two of us are back. Bart and Adam are not with us, but uh, they shall return for the grand finale. And in the meantime, we have the grand middle of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Equally as fantastic because it's our guest segment where we're talking movies with the announcer of Let's Make a Deal. Now in its seventh season. season. Eighth season. So it's nice. wrapped seven. Yes. Now in its eighth season. Also, an actor who's appeared on the Sarah Silverman program, The Drew Carey Show. And whose line is it anyway? Jonathan Mangum. Hello. Hello. And what a great troll segment that was. I really enjoyed Did that. Did you enjoy yes. <laughs> that? that uh, That absolutely happened right before absolutely. you joined the show. That's great. That's right. I loved it.
4: Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: trolls. You got any opinion on this week's
1: movie? Now, we were talking. He has kids, so he might you, have an
0: opinion.
5: So the kids are going to go see Troll. I have no opinion about my kids, but I have opinions about movies. <laughs> Good. Um,
0: uh,
1: That'll get you in less trouble.
5: I don't know if I'm going to see Trolls. You, you don't really have a lot of time to see movies a lot when you have kids. I mean, you, you can see them later, like uh-huh. 35, 40 years later. I'll, <laughs> I'll see... Uh, <laughs> I think I'll see Shawshank Redemption in about eight years. But that's good, though, that's perfect.
0: because yes. those
1: are the ones that you know have stood the test of time. They truly are of high quality. It's like a, the you're, kids are like a movie filter. Oh, it's a 30-year weed-out of yeah. the bad films. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> now, do you find that you have to sit there and you've heard a lot of films because the kids watch them in the car while you're driving? So you hear them over and over? Yes. That's got to be frustrating. Ye- yes.
5: Just uh, Although now they have the headphones, oh, the wireless headphones. So nice. that's, that's But we, they didn't have it right when the kids were first started, so it was a lot of... Just singing of characters, uh-huh. character singing all day long. It's
0: even in the car, anything to keep the kids quiet. So Yes, to keep them interested in quiet.
1: Wow. Did you have to watch Baby Einstein? Was that on in the oh, house? Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah, we watched Baby Einstein. We watched The Backyardigans. We watched Thomas the Train. We watched... Uh, you lost me with the middle one. The, back- the Backyardigans? Oh, The Backyardigans. Yeah. Oh, oh they're an little name. animated characters and uh-huh. they... They run around and they they sell, I think they sell drugs, but you don't see that on on screen. It's like a (laughs) secret thing they do.
1: I but the, the parents know. The Sims did that, <laughs> the too. The parents but no. it just didn't. Yeah, never saw it on screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think the trolls sell drugs. Everything's trippy in that movie.
5: Yeah. Drop the T. What do you got? Roll? Roll? roll a joint? Mm. Boom. It's a it's a metaphor. I see. I think he's right. And we
1: don't have a, uh, kids, Karen and I.
0: No, we have a dog, and he hates but everything. people
1: who come on the show always ha- do and have reports like yours. So is there any diamond in the rough in watching the films at home? You're like, oh, here's another one. And then you go, oh, that was pretty good. Like, I imagine any Pixar film, you're getting... Entertainment uh, out of, or is yeah. repeated viewing kind of sully that experience.
5: There's always, there's always a. There, it's it's hard to make a good movie. It's hard to write a good story. Every once in a while, someone puts a lot of effort into it, and, and they make it for kids and adults, and it works for both. And it's extremely rare, but when it happens, it's great. Toy Stories, those truly
1: are truly the definition of G. All audiences. Yes,
0: all audiences. Right.
5: Toy Story Two was incredibly. Was it, no, Toy Story Three. Two and three. but three is like
1: three
0: hard, is
5: heartbreaking. Hard three. Yeah. That's the one that yeah. made everyone cry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, now, as a writer, that's that you you definitely appreciate that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's
5: it's so hard. I mean, th- I don't I don't know if you guys cover TV too, but I, I love sure. We, we watch a lot more TV than we watch oh, movies. TV
0: is on fire right that now. In fact, I had a little
1: have had a little revelation about movies and TV. But go ahead with your. I point. was
5: just going to say that um um a lot of times people will get lazy. Um, Westworld. I was so excited for Westworld to come on HBO, and the first pilot was good. And as it's going on, they have no idea where they're going. They just, or it's just, it's just not working. It's It's not working because that's a book. They gotta know where they're going. Like Um, Lost. Lost had no idea where it was going.
0: That got to be yeah.
5: But there are examples like that where they just run out of. They, they're not—they're not doing the hard work. Twin Peaks, which is a classic television show, was amazing for season one and half of season two, and then right then they just—they're like, we don't know. <laughs> We've dug ourselves so deep in a hole, we cannot answer all these questions, and then it just fell apart. That oh. is
0: always frustrating whenever the, they uh, bring up like the white polar bear, and yeah. you really are waiting for the reason yeah. it exists, and they—they don't know either.
5: Breaking Bad, perfect all the way. Through. Oh my gosh, all the way through, perfect. Loved it. They the Shield, never lazy once. The Shield was great Same. too. Yeah. They were never lazy. Yeah. I love that. I love non-lazy writers.
1: My thing about TV and movies is that like, we recently saw, and did I talk about this on the show already? Right I, don't I mean, know. Yeah. Because we saw E.T. recently, and then I saw Arrival, this new film with Amy Adams that's coming out that I think is a masterpiece. Mm. And these guys have harnessed every aspect of filmmaking to tell this fantastic story. And TV doesn't do that. Now, TV gets the best writers yes. nowadays, yeah. so the writing is flawless and the filmmaking is good and the acting could be impeccable but the filmmaking is never quite as like when you got 2 hours and you just want to involve the best movies involve every aspect to just craft this perfectly like Fargo or mm-hmm. or No Country for Old Men the Coen Where brothers they just use a very
0: specific tone and they use the imagery as well as the words
1: yeah, yeah. sometimes you know like Breaking Bad's great i can't partic- give you any like particularly amazing shot there were some amazing shots right. but and
0: better call Saul the whole thing is beautiful it's all like it's beautiful. a postcard yeah
1: but anyway I don't know I'd, I'd have to I have to go further into that theory
5: you have less time to shoot
0: television That's yeah. The, That's
1: you to yeah you got 12 episodes to create you get 12 hours to crank yeah, and then, then another like 12 movies. like the next year yeah six it, movies it six in less movies. than a year yeah but they'll win in script most of the time somehow yeah so they spend all this time using all the aspects of filmmaking to make a crap script look good
5: well they'll have they'll also have 10 to 12 writers and that's a script so has true. a script goes through a process, you know, and it's, it's one or two people, and then it's rewritten, and then they give it to someone else, and they rewrite it. Then it goes back to the original people, and then they will fight about whose ideas are kept in, so they can get paid. It's it's very different, I think.
1: One of the things I saw on your uh, IMDb page was that you wrote for Craig Ferguson. The yes, late, I the, did. Late, the Late Show, but were you a regular writer? No, I was sure. not a regular writer. Because um, that's got to be. Like every day, like the Daily Show, the stuff they came up with every day, I thought was super impressive. That back, like SNL has its peaks and valleys, Mm -hmm. but I remember when SNL was in a deep valley. I'm like, wow, they got the whole week, and Stewart's killing them daily (laughs) with the stuff they're cranking out. Yeah, but so what was the challenge when you when you were writing?
5: That was. before James Corden came on, they were doing guest hosts, and so they wanted Wayne to uh, guest host that week. And we so, should say you're close friends with Wayne. Oh, Birkin. yeah, we've been pals since we were yeah. teenagers. So, um, you know, I'm Wayne's comedy partner, so I know his voice, I know what he likes to do. So I was hired to announce and sit in the chair next to him on that show for that week, but also to, to write the bits because I, you know, I, I know him and he, he likes what i write for him. So. Well, that's great
1: because you have a writing credit I believe on the Wayne Brady show. Yeah, exactly. But now you have a writing credit on The Late Show with Craig Ferguson that people would just think is a Craig Ferguson writing credit <laughs> <laughs> even <laughs> though it's Wayne to hosting. Whatever they want that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have
5: another crazy writing credit. Like, you know, sometimes life stuff happens that you have you can't even imagine that you would be doing this. Mm-hmm. I just wrote a Spider-Man comic book with Wayne.
0: Oh, that's so Isn't that cool. Crazy? No kidding.
5: Yeah, for their Spider-Man annual. We wrote oh. a uh, one of the stories, one of now, the wait Spider-Man a minute. stories. Who's the girl now? Thor's a girl, right?
1: Iron, Iron Man's going to be a girl. These you know these storylines they they've been going for sixty years. I think
5: you get a little sick fantasy going Thor on. Thor is know, a woman. I What are
1: you talking about? Whoever really? holds the the hammer of Asgard.
0: Oh, so the dude oh, did so not become a
1: woman. Out. Correct. Him yeah. yeah, he didn't pull it transparent yeah. or anything. Because
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: with a hammer, that might be pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm,
0: true. <laughs> no,
1: it's but the, the, all these crazy storylines are going on. So did you just have to like? connect to any weird storyline or is it no, kind of a solo adventure? that's the best adventure. part. For,
5: so for these kind of annuals and things, when they have guest writers in, they're like, just write a story that may have happened on a Tuesday. You know? <laughs> it doesn't affect, you can't change the arc of Spider-Man. You can't just, oh, it's Tuesday and this happened. this little yeah. adventure happened to Spider-Man.
0: So like, it's kind of like him going to the supermarket?
5: Uh, uh, yes, but with uh, adventurous
0: mm. consequences. Okay, hey, I, like I have it. adventurous times at the supermarket. I don't Do know. you? Sure, certainly. All right. Especially at the Vaughn's. <laughs> One's worth animating. I, yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I think, yeah, I like sometimes I like that in my movies too. They get, they think really big. They want to cover all this stuff. I'm like, can't you
5: just fight crime? Yeah. Whoever the bad guy is, just, just fight, fight crime. crime. Like the world will be destroyed. How about just a guy will die? <laughs> yes. How about the bad That's, guy dies yeah. in this one?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: You know, the stakes don't have to be the world will be destroyed. It's and
0: always the world will be destroyed. I know.
5: Back it off a little. The mm. lake will overflow by two feet. <laughs> well, let's go back just a hair
1: because. Uh, this whole thing started with your involvement in improvisation. Yes, I did. Now, SAC Theater, mm-hmm. right? And when we worked, Karen and I worked on the Disney Cruise Line, and we worked with a couple of people who came from there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. down in Florida.
1: Janine yeah. Lorenzo, Todd mm-hmm. Weber.
5: What um, years are you speaking of? I think they're that? after his time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that, we that's were on cool. You were already out here, because I met Leah a year after we got here. Uh, Leah's his wife, and we yes. worked together. And so by then, you guys had already been here. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
5: I, yeah, I was, SAC Theater Theater's where I started in Orlando, and that's where I met Wayne and a bunch of great other people formed a group called The House Full of Honkies and moved out to L.A. Mm-hmm. in 95. Yeah. And did a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, we were on the cruise ship, 99,
5: 2000. Right.
1: Okay. So, yeah, and then these folks went on to do the Comedy Warehouse. Sure, I, d- Prez- I did Prezure that, too. Oh, yeah. you did? I did, yeah, for six months. Rest, I, Jennifer
5: Brassard was pregnant, and they said, we need to sub, and I, I came in and subbed for oh, about nice. six months. Yeah,
1: yeah I missed the old Pleasure Island. We just went down to Disney World and... It's not a thing anymore. Yeah, they just... What's there now? They destroyed it. It's just kind of downtown Disney is just kind of in the marketplace or just kind of a big expanded shop and restaurant place. Is there
5: any of those themed places left, like the Adventurer's Club or the Country Music Place? Or that no. no. Wow. No. no. That was such a cool, interesting thing.
1: You know, there's like a dinosaur yeah. restaurant or something like that. Uh, you know, There's like one with a giant volcano or something. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: lot of themed dining. Oh. Yeah. yeah.
1: Disney Quest is still there. circus is still there. You know yeah, but yeah. it's it's kind of a bunch of cool stuff. Right. It just right. doesn't have that New Year's Eve every night. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> they did. I I know. New Year's Eve
5: every night. Yeah. Wow. We
1: talk about a lot of work. <laughs> but um so the, okay, so then you uh you translate that everyone who you came out here with everybody. Wayne yep. and all, they all came out here as we a
5: group. We came out the same day, but it was over a period of about a year we all we all knew we were all going to
1: migrate out here. Yes, yeah, so I think yeah. Karen, you saw the house
5: full of Honkies, right?
0: I did, and I won tr- um, some sort of car wax.
5: <laughs> we used to give away kind of wacky prizes. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was pretty awesome.
1: And you um, still perform with them? The house no, full no, no, we don't. Because It seems like now you've graduated to I mentioned, uh, you know, whose line is it anyway? Yes. You work with Drew Carey, Improv All Stars, mm-hmm. things like that. So I don't know how often the old the old gang gets together.
5: We don't perform together anymore, but we do. Um, you know, hang out and work on different things together. Claire Sarah is a great. She went on to write um, the uh, Adam Sandler movie, the recent one that came out with... How am I The Drew, Do-Over?
1: Drew Barrymore. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, she, sure, that what's one.
5: What's it called? Uh, the one where they go to Africa. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the blended. Blended, yes. Claire Rowe,
0: blended. I was going to say The Cobbler. The Cobbler. But that's the one before that.
5: Um, uh, Joel McCrary <laughs> runs a show on Disney, A Gamer's Guide to something or other, and... um Matt Young is a writer, and Dave Russell's back in Orlando working at SAC, and then Dan O'Sullivan's on the East Coast doing creative stuff. So we all we keep in touch.
0: Do you, know? you do Who's Line with Joel Murray?
5: And oh, Who's Live with Joel Murray. Who's Line? No, no they're doing Who's Live. Who's yes. Live. Joel Murray, oh. there's a group called Who's What's Live. That? That's Ryan Stiles yes. and Jeff Davis and Greg Proops, and it used to be Chip Esten who then became a country music star because of Nashville. So he's now, That's I'll tell you a funny story about that in a second. But anyway, sure. so I, I rotated a bit in the day with those guys, and uh-huh. then now Joel um, rotates with those guys.
0: In, okay. So, oh, um, cool, because I know that you've worked with them. So yeah, yeah, curious. they're a really fun show.
5: But yeah, this is, so this is a great story. So we were doing um, improv in Vegas with Drew Carey and the All-Stars, and um, Chip Eston is one of those guys, Charles Eston. And we were driving back, and he goes, Hey, you guys, you want to hear? you want to hear something? on this uh, CD. We're like, what is it? He's like, well, I wrote this country song. I write a bunch of country songs, and I sent it to Nashville, and I have professional guys record it and sing it and play it so I can have it as like a songwriting demo. We listened to it. And we, yeah, of course. It was really good, and it sounded great. And we were like, hey, man, that's that's really good. And and then he says, man, all I want to do is be a country singer.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Two years later,
5: he's on a Nashville, (laughs) and because of it, he's using his own songs, and then now he's touring... As a country music act, he said it in the car, and it, it happened. That's
1: wow. awesome. In two years is a pretty him. damn short amount of time to that's pull awesome. that off. I want to go to Mars. Oh. <laughs> What's going to happen? Well,
0: with the movie guy's bump, that could happen.
1: Exactly. Well, he came back from Nashville. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you can, can come, come, come back from back Mars. come back from Mars.
1: <laughs> well, DiCaprio wants to go to Mars.
0: Yeah. Does he really? He I wants think to be he, one uh, of the people? The
1: Oscar probably said, you know what? I've done all I need to do here. Yeah. Money, Dang. women, Oscar. I'm going to Mars with Jonathan. Yeah, perfect. Crank that out.
0: Dang. I said it on a podcast two years ago. I Who knew?
1: You got Who two knew? years there. Hey, that's alright. Br- Richard Branson, no doubt, <laughs> listens to our show. Everybody. Of course. He'll look of course. Out. Yeah, it won't be a problem.
0: Oh my gosh, how cool! Are they still doing that Mars thing where you can like buy money and be sent up in a spaceship and all that?
5: Wait, you buy money? You,
0: you buy-, buy money. You spend <laughs> no, I, money. I, I like that and idea. <laughs> hey, why don't you buy some money? And you can go to space.
1: Our money is currently selling at dollar <laughs> for dollar.
0: Dollar for dollar. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, um, all right, so let's go way, way, way back. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. Because oh, IMDb, always, again, always fun to look at see what's on. There. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, you were on Sequest? Yes. Sequest DSV. DSV. I, uh, 2032 isn't that the full title that Don't is they include yeah. the, uh, the, year, yeah. the year Sequest takes place
5: there was a brief moment in time where Orlando was becoming a possible Hollywood 2 you know where they were shooting things uh. and there were several shows Nickelodeon did all of its shows there and um, Fortune Hunter was a syndicated adventure show and then Sequest was there now
1: there's like a Hollywood 3, 4 and 5 with Vancouver and Atlanta yeah. and New Orleans and
5: doesn't matter as yeah. much anymore yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know the, the biggest problem with that and the other places have as well is that Yes, it's cheaper, but if you're a producer and you live in L.A. and you have a family or whatever and you have to go somewhere far away to make something and you miss your kids and your wife and your husband and you miss these people and you would, you realize, wow, I'd rather do this even though it costs more money. I'll take a less money if I can hang out at My house,
0: that's true. You can go home every yeah, night. yeah. You can go home as opposed mm-hmm. to
5: like, oh, gone all the time,
0: especially in um, like for uh, the, the zombie one, there, Walking Dead, there's outside in Georgia and no air conditioning oh, yeah. on location all the time, yeah. And people, I hear them starting to complain about the fact that it's one thing to you know do stuff on location, but like if that's all you are doing, yeah, then you don't get a break at all.
5: And They, they you know, they have to do that, but for a show that shoots on a soundstage, yeah, it's you know, it's like. It'll cost more to come to L.A., but you're home. You drive up to your house. sleep yeah. in your bed.
1: Well, that's what they moved X-Files here from Vancouver just because Duchovny's like, I just want to yeah. go home every night. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm tired yeah. of being in Vancouver. Yeah. you know, And I'm sure it's lovely. And our I'm listeners Vancouver's there Vancouver's great. And Vancouver Island is yeah.
5: gorgeous. Did a movie there about two years ago, and I loved it.
1: You've been in a couple of movies. Yeah. I remember seeing you in the bucket list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have scenes with Jack Nicholson. I
0: know. That's awesome. I know. Always now, been. of
1: course, a guy like him, there aren't many anymore. You know, to come up in his wake and replace him, you know. Uh, They come with this mysticism. You know, like oh, they yeah. come with this legend. He, that's Jack Nicholson. He's a good actor. Well, he's also a legend. You know, yeah. That oh yeah, he has all these things. Do you encounter any of that when you work with him, or is it simply just I'm in the scene with Jack? Jack provides this. He's a great actor. We talk about this in the scene, or is there all sorts of other stuff going no, on? No,
5: There's all kinds of other stuff. Oh, he, good. He's <laughs> just he's like a oh, like, really? he's like a, like a glowing orb of <laughs> another wor- like just. And so he and I were sitting at this table together for a while. 'Cause I played as legal counsel and there were extras and stuff behind us, but like not for like twenty feet, and the director, Rob Reiner, was like twenty feet that way. So it was me and him at a table for a long time, you know, tweaking lights and stuff. And so a couple of things I found out that are awesome. Like he does he has no call time before eleven AM. He oh, will not come anywhere I love before eleven that. A. You know what good for him. What,
1: fifty years? Yeah. I, I would want I I would set the, the rules. I'd make the him. rules.
5: He um uh, I, I don't really I don't do an impression of him, but I will att- attempt to sound in voice similar to him. But I'm trying to think of things to say, like what do you say to Jack Nicholson? Oh my God, I don't like what. A, yeah. Hey, Jack Nicholson! I mean, you just can't. You just can't. So <laughs> you, you awkwardly
1: use full name like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> so he actually started talking because we had come back from lunch and he had apparently just taken a nap. So he goes, "I just took a nap. I was like, I was out." Like that. He just turns and tells me this. And I go, I go, That's great. I go, that's great. It's like, hey, uh, can can you sleep on planes? Because I can't sleep on planes. Trying to add to the conversation. <laughs> Not thinking that he only takes private jets. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. probably with a bed. Yeah. In my oh head. my god. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, he goes, I could uh he goes, I guess I could sleep on a plane, but you know what? You know what? No, I can't. You know why? And he looks at me and I go, No, and he goes <sighs> Because I do too many drugs. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> No. So, are you kidding yeah, I, I, what do you say like, that? if he was joking oh that's God. great if he wasn't that's great it just was like <laughs> Jack Nicholson is doing a thing and it's for me how cool is that yeah. so he snorted in you. and he went and then he said the line I was like wow this is so cool I didn't know
0: him to be a big
5: drug guy um, I don't know. Well, he, he might he have moved an older guy. Drugs. He might you know? have been yeah. joking. He might
0: have just been. Oh just God, being that's jacked. hysterical! And, <laughs> that's and you're the, the only mystic- one.
5: Day. That's the mysticism. <laughs> but Jonathan,
0: you. you're the only person that could hear him. Yeah, no one else heard that. that was that was for me? <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, he was he, was. he
5: was. He was great. He was good. He he you know professional. Got a place. Did his stuff. And. Uh, yeah, he, no, I, no I fear he pulled that's a.
1: Awesome. Uh, I have problems with these guys in the movies they're going out on. I brought it up before. Gene Hackman's last movie is Welcome to Mooseport.
5: That's, that's not right. That's no, he needs to come more. back just do one more, and one then more, go
1: out on a big one, and then
5: retire. Put him in a white robe like um, who was? Like, um, like, um, like, um, oh yeah, Brando Brando. Just, right, let just let him, just sit get... him in a, just prop him up. Um, just a couple things, and, and, then, and,
1: and then, then some re- wise yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh Sean Connery League of Extraordinary Gentlemen No, 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 no no. Yeah. no. Come yeah. back and just do one and Even if he went on a Finding Forrester would be like Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah That's, that's <laughs> fine Not great, but it's fine Something uh, The guest star on Arrow Yeah, Nicholson's last movie Was that James L. Brooks one How do you know? Was I don't a, know Exactly sure. no, one knows. no one remembers the l- title
0: About Schmidt Oh uh, that was great. Or keep going. Oh, this is funny too. He was he was talking
5: departed though it would have been the way to go out. He and Rob were talking about whatever movie he had just done. So I'm not sure, maybe it was one of those two. But they were talking about the awards that it was nominated for. So there is a whole pay negotiated pay grade for uh if it gets nominated for this extra 100,000. If it wow. gets nominated for that, extra 200,000. If it gets if it, if you win this, Five hundred thousand, like all these built-in levels for every possible—the British, the BAFTAs, the Oscars, the, every possible thing has a bonus. Um, that does surprise to it. me because I think he was
1: one of the first guys out there to do the deal with Batman, where he got a piece of the merchandise oh, wow. and made like fifty million off of off of Batman that's alone. Back brilliant. that's 1989, 50 million Wow, you know, Jonathan, so. <laughs> you need to
0: do that with Wayne. You should get a piece of that merchandise every time they sell a little Wayne Brady doll. You should get right in there. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> You're like, I help put words in that man's mouth, so I That's need right. a bit of that. That's right. And that'd be awesome. I'm gonna buy some money and go do Go that. buy some money. All you have to do is sell some <laughs> Wayne Brady dolls. So you could buy money.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to talk more you and Wayne, but uh you worked with another uh comedy legend and imagine that.
5: Oh yeah, Eddie Murphy. He was
0: uh, That's awesome.
5: He was amazing. He it was so funny because so the scene was it was in this um, conference room, and I was one of the people on the board in the mo- in the movie. Imagine wait, wait, that. that's the
0: same. You're counsel in one, I, and now you're a board of directors. in
5: feature films. I end up getting like guy and tie that is clueless. <laughs> clueless guy and tie is my perfect essence. Excellent. Um, so it's there's a table of us there, and it's. Um, so not, oh god one of the actors' names the guy that was in News Radio that played the boss who's a fan oh Stephen, Stephen yeah, Root Stephen yeah. Root was there and then the guy from Deliverance that has this oh uh, Ronnie Cox Ronnie Cox was there <laughs> that's a great <laughs> that's for a those great. good scenes see did the, the,
1: the, 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 the crazy double that's arm awesome. I, the, the double <laughs> jointed arm thing I
5: know you know <clears throat> so we're at this table he's Cohagen yeah. Eddie Murphy comes and he does a scene where he's walking around the table holding papers up going blah, 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 and he's got this thing and he, he does some bits and blah 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 and that's what the scene's gonna be but not at first at first it's uh A stand-in that doesn't look like Eddie, but is a very good actor. Comes in and does the whole scene. We do it three or four times, great. Then he leaves. Then a different stand-in comes in that looks like Eddie, isn't as good of an actor, but is good, and does the whole scene.
0: And And you guys still feed your lines and cues to this person. And then finally,
5: Eddie comes in. And the last guy, or the guy before, was like, "Okay, I go here and say this." Tells him what to do, and then Eddie does it. And, and before they yelled "action," he was just Eddie was just quiet and focused and low energy. And, and as soon as they said "action," he was he was Eddie Murphy. It was great. Wow. He was just blah blah, blah blah blah. It was a real weird. Oh so. My God. All of us, you know, all the other actor guys too, were just like, it's Eddie Murphy doing his thing?" And then cut, and he was very professional and low key, not not in a bad way, just. I'm, I've, I've finished my work and I'm going did to Did he turn
0: moving. you and breathe in and go out because I do a <laughs> yeah. lot of drugs? No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh,
0: oh my gosh, why do you think they had two different stand-ins? But
5: one of them, I think, was for over-the-shoulder stuff because they don't want, you know, you don't want your, uh, when you negotiate this stuff, you're like, I don't need to be there for the whole scene. Oh, that's why he yeah, looked like yeah. Eddie. So I want to get, if, if it's over over the shoulder of him on someone else talking, this other stand-in will work for the ear and the neck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Wow. And then the one before that was was just a really good a good actor, like almost as good as Eddie Murphy doing the whole stuff. So it was like two wow. different. It was interesting.
1: He just put out a movie called Mister Church, yep. where he played that like That good.
5: Yeah, but it was like a
1: heartwarming. He was like the What's cook, cook for a family. I don't know. There's I kind of wanted wrong to see with that. Looks lovely. Power Heist was a close uh. return to form for the old <laughs> Eddie that we know and love. I know he's he's
0: he'd be
1: good at warm. He's a
0: grandpa now. He can't do that. Is he really? I'm just making that up. But he's got a lot of older no, kids. No, math, math he could be a right. grandpa.
1: I bet you the math is right. Of course, he started when he was like 18. Or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he's so. got some That's young... why Stevie Wonder's still probably not even 70. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you start when you're like 12. Yeah. But uh, I would like to... You know, I was really disappointed when Eddie didn't host the Oscars. He was supposed to. Then they fired Brett, Brett Ratner and oh, with right. the producer. He was the guy who brought him on. So he said, well, I'm going to leave then. I just want to see him be... I
5: just want to see him kill. Yeah.
1: Again. Yeah. You know?
5: But he has killed so much. I don't know, Like I don't need to see him kill again. He he did so much great stuff. If he came back and did more great stuff, it would be amazing. But I'm like, you you reached the status of it's time to go to Mars. Yeah, it's time to go to Mars. <laughs> he should just go to Mars. <laughs> he,
0: yeah, isn't it interest, interesting that he was in his prime at about the same time as um, Bill Cosby was in his prime? But you would think that eddie murphy was the one who would be like oh don't let kids talk to him he's dirty and he does this crazy stuff we're gonna go with pudding pop guy and now it turns out you should just let your kids be alone with eddie murphy (laughs) do you know (laughs) what i mean it's just safer yeah Yeah. they'll learn a couple swear words but that's it
1: he was gumby how bad it could have gone (laughs) right uh you worked on also i noticed a comic relief yeah, oh yeah. That's These are the kind of legendary about comedy shows. That was
5: in uh, New Orleans, right after Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. wow. And uh, I grew up in Alabama, Mobile, Alabama, which is about four hours away from New Orleans. No kidding. So I've been there many times. Um, and it was, man, it was so different after that mm-hmm. Katrina. It just was it was a
1: weird ghost town. What's Mobile, Alabama
5: like? Well, boy, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, see, cause that's, I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Been hiding it's it. It's
5: great. I, when I grew up, the summers were get up at, in the morning, eat breakfast, get on your bike, come home for lunch for about 30 minutes, get on your bike, yeah. and be gone till sundown. Just playing the crate. And it was point. safe. There were no vans yeah. full of molesters like in LA. <laughs> By the way, there's one in front of your house. <laughs> oh, well, we keep Probably. it parked out there. Yeah. Yeah. this is no. Burbank.
0: You
1: yeah. mean behind the house where North Hollywood Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just as, I, I I can't give that to my kids. One thing that we did recently, there's a thing that you do called glamping, which is like it's camping, but it's in cabins and there's room service. They'll you would like that, Karen? It's nice, like my kind of camping. Yeah. And it's up near Santa Barbara, and it's all enclosed, so the whole property is safe and it's full of kids. So we actually let our kids hop on their bikes and you know experience something kind of like what I grew up with, and they came back and we're like. Dad, the freedom is incredible here. <laughs> just like, yeah. I was like, oh man, I had this every day when I was a kid. They're like, that what? That's I know, true. and
0: then that's when you learn to like set ants on fire with a magnifying glass and all that really great stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. play down
5: in the
1: gully. Exactly.
0: Oh my you gosh, know? and you that's just go when you go down there. Okay, that's when you find the porn in the woods. Porn jerky. Oh, right. Because why is that? I found some too. Me too. Yeah. I That's think where people a, are putting. I porn. think
5: there's like a like a dirty elf, like not Santa Claus, but a, like a, a bad saint whose job is to drop pornography in woods. And, was. <laughs> and it's always wet. It's like always yes. like in a stream. So we used to hang it up and dry it and call it porn jerky. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Now I get
0: it. Yeah. That's I, amazing. I immediately came
1: up with my and own thing about porn jerky. Oh
0: was. yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. there's two meanings. It works yeah, so yeah. perfectly. No, but it was always it was all, mine I don't know, maybe the per- perfect... The person that was doing it in my neighborhood was into hustler, but it always was not just like lovely Playboy or something. It was some hardcore stuff. Oh yeah,
5: yeah. Woodsworthy porn. Yeah, that'd be the good name of the magazine. <laughs> Woodsworthy porn. <laughs> you will not find this under your grandfather's bathroom no. cabinet. This is Woodsworthy, Woodsworthy porn. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> then I found. Then you find the old reel to reel, and you hold it up, and you look under. We didn't was get that, that just me? Am was, was the only just one you. To do, you rich kids. Yeah,
5: exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have VHS. Nothing. way way back I had to hold up 16 millimeters and look frame by frame at the porn that's wow. amazing no when you, when you that. found them. Wow. well when you find any 60 millimeter first you check to see if it is porn. Uh-huh. if it is then you keep it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> otherwise you toss <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's go to uh what were what we're I guess promoting this yes. is every day you're on television every day I let's make a deal you've sure. found a way to live at home and work <laughs> right like you were just talking about
5: you g- pe- people hate me when I tell them my schedule it's it's so good it's four and a half months a year nice four days a week perfect from noon to 6 <laughs> Oh, Jack would be and so we proud do, of we you we do three episodes a day
0: yes. good for you yeah that's awesome yeah it's
5: it's it's you unbelievable You're taking after me kid <laughs> Hey, <the> <laughs> yeah, it's good I like that <laughs> yeah. um, that is so
0: doable and from oh, what I remember in the show because I got to see a couple of episodes taped there's really no sketches or anything so there's no memorization is there
5: no, we just we just we improv stuff. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's I fantastic. don't I don't improv the copy.
0: But you can read that. Yeah,
5: I, ha- I have to read that. That's like fine. A car, they wouldn't like it if I go. It's a red car with wheels and it's got <laughs> it's a <on>. radio <laughs> and um it's shiny on top. No. so I have to.
0: I, I have would to read love them. that. So everything yeah. else is made up.
1: So you get to be a combination of like Rod Roddy and Andy Richter,
5: right? right. I, I, that's Cause a, yeah, because you make the announcements, but then you go and you get to play. Yeah. I get to play. I get to do the games. Um, yeah, and Wayne and I are constantly messing with each other so that's really fun a lot of stuff gets cut out because it's dirty
0: oh that's good good for you but but, but
5: (laughs) that's great because the producer said look we don't want you to feel like oh I'm doing daytime TV I can't can't say this I can't say that they go just say whatever you want and we'll cut it out
0: oh that's fantastic so they edit you literally later you don't have to self edit they'll edit me later
5: and then they also know too there's like some of the the crew's amazing there are some people whose job is to know exactly how long how long the show is being with all of the different winners and all of our bits and which bits won't make it and which will and so they by the end of it they come up with a number that's pretty close to what the actual length. so that we know do we need to fill more show with our quickie deals at the end or do we need to feed less and so when they put it together they'll get it in that perfect 45 minutes or whatever it that is some sort of weird show.
0: math genius yeah they're that's good at bizarre, that that's, yeah. that's math i would suck at that yeah
5: do you have any kind
1: of uh costume that You particularly remember from because if if you haven't seen Let's Make a Deal, you should have by now. The old Monty Hall version, of course, uh, has been around was around for years. Was there a version between that one and the one you're doing? They tried a couple times. Couple times. Billy Bush
5: had a version of it. Oh, Um, didn't
0: work. Didn't work. Can't imagine. Um, He's so charming. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
5: Uh, So we just they had their 50th year anniversary of Let's Make a Deal about two years ago. We've so been, people people dress
1: eight. up and you go to the audience and everyone's in it's like Halloween every people day, dress up. and and the wacky costumes sometimes get noticed and then you get to play the the games where, you if again you should have
5: seen the show by now but I'll explain it real quick.
0: Even if you if you've ever gone to the doctor's office or the dentist, you should have seen the show because they always oh. show that stuff <laughs> well, when yeah. I you're. Yeah.
5: At, I thought you go to the doctor's office. You know everyone's all dressed up in character. Like, no no no.
0: You're <laughs> in the <laughs> waiting room and there's just something on and it's usually shows like that.
1: Yeah, you win prizes, that are but fun. then. You're offered more, and you take risks to see if you can get more or less, and, and so. But everyone's doing it in these crazy costumes.
5: Why do they have the crazy costumes? It started with Monty Hall because people thought if I wear something crazy, I'll get noticed. Um. And then it just kind of became a thing, and they just no one planned it. The audience just started doing it. Oh, that's cool.
1: And now that's you're like a freak if you don't have a costume.
5: Huh? Yeah, it is, and that's funny because you we're, we're going to say what's the weirdest yeah, or what craziest is the weirdest costume, one? and there. It's like Halloween every day, three times a day. So they all just blend in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, well, I remember when people don't wear costumes. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, there was a guy in a, in a nice, uh, nice pair of slacks. I remember that guy. You don't bring them up, dude. Uh, no. Usually, no. But Gary, that guy
1: came up, just housed everybody, <laughs> and took all the money. <laughs> <laughs> left a lady, regular guy, a pissed lady regular a nice guy. Day
0: dress. They, they, <laughs> they,
5: we pick lovely. people that have been dressed normal occasionally because it's not really about the dress; it's about your personality. If you're fun and exciting, and and you know you, you would be exciting on TV, then they want to pick you. If you are just like some people are very internal, and it just comes across not good on on TV. If you're just mm. like so resting yeah.
0: bitch face is bad for the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, RBFs <laughs> are, yeah. are not used. Good yeah. to know. Not encouraged,
1: <laughs> not encouraged. I can imagine. So um what's next? with uh, you and Wayne. Do you guys still play out? Uh, uh, we do. When we do. you got the other, what, eight months off? We do. We,
5: um, <laughs> we tour quite a bit. We'll be in um, Las Vegas November 18th. I'm not sure when this uh, will be out, but November 18th will be at the Mirage uh 7.30. Um, a couple other shows like that. Uh, Whose Line starts taping again in March, so I'll do I'll do some of those as well. Oh, okay. So that's still rolling, huh? Oh, yeah. On oh, the, cool. It's on the CW now, so I've oh, done cool. about a dozen of those, and... Um, really fun um aisha tyler's the host she does a great job you know she's fun because when they first said aisha tyler it was like okay she's great but can we can we give her can we give her crap like we give drew crap and yes she (laughs) She welcomes she (laughs) welcomes (laughs) your crap she is witty and comes back at you and is great so
1: cool well let me ask you what we ask everyone who comes on the show what is your favorite movie of all time it's right behind me
5: oh of the Jones. lost ark. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it's not I mean it's not Nice. it's not the best I know I know it's not the best movie in the world but at the time I saw it at the age I was and just that experience there was nothing greater. I'm listening to myself. There's nothing I know, greater. I hear in it, fact, it, I, I could probably it. recite the entire script for you now. South America 1936. That's <laughs> <laughs> the opening uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course.
1: The mountain turns in the there's paramount a, And There's turns a lot of, of
5: uh there's a lot, yeah, a lot of dialogue.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Great John Williams score.
5: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the next line. Is it, poison, three days fresh. <laughs> if the Jovitos are here, they would have killed us already.
1: He was good. He was very good.
4: <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> et, et cetera, Can we just do that? For the That's next? the greatest movie. Just keep going. <laughs> no, that is my number one movie of all time. Oh. And, yeah, and it comes over time, I think, like, because people always when i ask them that they go why we can't answer that it's like well for me overtime over time, oh, yeah it just nothing's better than that no they showed it done at the done in uh where were we long beach or irvine mm-hmm. with the pacific symphony doing live score oh, yeah wow. while they showed it um
5: you know about the kids that re, that redid
1: we oh, had one of them on the show. We Did had him on the show. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Chris Strampolis. He was
0: all excited because they finally had the ability to go back and do the plane scene. Because when they were kids, they couldn't get a plane. Yeah.
5: So oh, do you know about all this? I know, though, I know there's a documentary, right? Yeah, there's yeah. yeah.
1: So cool. they, for that, that the whole plane scene is covered in that. And so now, you know how they gradually age throughout the movie. Now yeah. they'll be in their 30s and then go back <laughs> to being the their 10-year-olds oh, again.
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> Good
1: for them. but uh, oh yeah that talk that, about that's, that's going out and just really spending
0: all day doing stuff they would just go out all day figure out that they didn't have a monkey to be the Nazi so they got their dog to do it that's right yeah right. it's crazy I love that
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, just the most iconic hero of all time.
5: And then after that, if we're talking about just art and movies. Um, That's kind of where I go next, too. Yeah. 2001 is up there. I think Mulholland Drive is probably I one like of the Mulholland top. Um, I go to No Country for Old
1: Men. Yep. They get, immediately after Raiders, I just get artsy. No Country for Old just, just so much fun.
5: Unforgiven is uh, certainly up there. Uh, With Gene Hackman?
0: Yeah. Oh, Schindler's yeah. List is awesome, too. There's this. Oh, have you ever seen that? I, I Are you Yeah. I I liked it a lot, but it
5: just didn't have. I mean, and I know it's historical and Mm -hmm.
0: and full of real. I just Mm. like
1: the
5: last twenty minutes.
0: I can only watch it once, though. Yeah. Um, Shawshank Redemption, you can watch over and over, and that's kind of what I like about my favorite movies: is you'd be able to watch it more than once. Mm -hmm.
1: You talk about the timing of Raiders. I mean, that's true. I'm I'm in the same boat. Yeah. And that it had this many years to work on me, and I love it. I live in a town where I can see it on the big screen at least once a year. Oh yeah, which is great. Yeah. But did you have any other like? Those kid movies that you loved, and now you revisit them, and you go, ooh, what was I thinking?" Oh, so yeah, <laughs> it's so, like, so oh, you know what?
5: Six pack and all that good. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, with 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 the kids now, it's like I want them to see all these movies we've seen, and, and some of them hold up great, and some of them do not at all. <laughs> um, Goonies held up really nice. Yeah. Goonies came out, kids were enjoy enjoyed it, the pacing was good. Beetlejuice is not a good movie. Really, it's um, not.
1: Good. It is a super random movie. Like yeah. stuff happened to that movie just cause, yeah. And you, a lot of people just bought into it. Yeah. And you know, you can or you can't, I suppose.
5: Yeah, we not not a fan.
0: Also, movies. Find, uh I think people have said before that their kids want movies to be as fast as they are today. So when they show them like an E. T., it's hard for the kids to stay in those quiet moments.
5: It's also tough sometimes too, because and th- this goes way back when I was when I was a young adult. I showed my younger brothers I have brothers ten years younger than me. Brazil, because it's a classic movie, but by that time, th- so much had been borrowed from Brazil. Oh right, that Brazil didn't hold up for him, right? Yeah, so the same thing now, you know, you show an e t but that that so many of those memes and ideas have been explored in other movies with different pacings. so it's like it's hard for them to appreciate that well, at the time, this is exactly what that was. and the
1: reverse of that is true as well. Like we went to see uh, neighbors 2. And I remember specifically you paid money to that. see neighbors
5: too. I did. Okay. Yeah, I know it's
0: really it. sad. Between Some, that and the Conjuring that. two, that
1: was uh, good. Sequel summer, we went to see both them. Both of them, I realized as I looked around, I'm like, oh yeah,
0: these people never seen these jokes Yeah. All the young people have never seen these jokes
1: before. And then I looked around the Conjuring two, I'm like, oh, they haven't been scared like that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen that scare now for 25 years. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and uh, so yeah, there's a reverse on that too. That's the equally as crazy and can, but that ruins it. For me. I don't mind if it's ruined for your kids who you're showing an old movie to. Oh, you don't get it? Whatever. I think it's the greatest movie of all time. But now the new ones are like, okay, but they're loving them because it's all
4: new.
0: So this brings us to Trolls. Would you... Full circle. Yeah. Would you take your kids to see Trolls? It's basically, you know, that little thing that's stuck on the end of your pencil that you would spin around in math class? Mm -hmm. Now it's a whole movie about that guy. That's really why we brought you here. How do you decide... Like even if your kids are going, I love trolls, you would just be like, You can't watch it, they look stupid.
5: Dad, can I can I see trolls? Will you take me to see trolls? No.
0: <laughs> so you just decide, no. Dad, but I got
5: an A on my test. Well, then I'm giving you permission to get a C on your next test. There you go. For me I- to not take you to trolls. Because Dad's time is precious. <laughs> are there any I only
1: have six months here where I'm not
5: doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are there any uh, of these movies lately that have come out that you've you've wanted to take them to? Like you dragged them to?
5: Well, you know, one thing was this was so cool. Uh, there was a movie called Monkey Up, and I got to do it, and it was a kid's movie oh, cool. about a talking monkey. We shot it in Canada. It's one of those movies, that's, it's a kid's movie. that's unabashedly, this is for children, and you're going to have a good time kind of movie. And I was the dad, the main dad in it. And the way that this company does these movies is they'll put them out in the theaters for like a week, and then they go st- to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to go to Universal with my kids, we were the only people in the audience at, and watched this movie on the big screen. That's where I'm cool. like the guy, and there was nobody else there
0: at all. <laughs> Monkey
5: the, Up played at Universal. Monkey Up played at Universal. They, they can
0: say that it was had its widescreen release. Yeah. yeah, yeah, theatrical release. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that I wish I'd yeah. seen you in Monkey Up.
1: Well, it's on Netflix. If you. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. I was over at uh, Neighbors too. You were at
5: uh, Neighbors
0: too. I, was, at I was, was Neighbors
1: too. Yeah. So I missed ah. it. <laughs> but you were. T- but for Karen. Uh, you were also a talking dog. Were a you talking not?
5: dog. Well, from that, the oh. same guy goes, hey, you were so great, you want to come play this uh, talking dog in uh, Pup Star, which is their... This company's great. They make for like four or five of these movies a year, yeah. and they just crank them out. And, they, and kids love them. I have
1: new heroes. Did you see the movie Trumbo? No. But uh, with Bryan Cranston... <laughs> no, no, there's a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he writes his movies in the bathtub, but eventually he's blacklisted, and no one takes a chance on him except for the King Brothers, played by John Goodman and Stephen Root. And they make unabashedly trash movies. They just make trashy movies. Now, suddenly, they they take a chance on Dalton Trumbo, even though he's being accused of being a communist. Next thing you know, their scripts get amazing, and they start getting nominated for Oscars. But I just love the unabashed, unashamed makers of trash. Yes. Like, they're proud of it, and they, and they make... Now I'm not comparing them to the guys in Canada who I'm sure are making you know family Fair, well, which it's, is different. It's, it's, These th- guys they are making know just their drag.
5: audience like kids will love this. But, but so, I think so. it's
1: the volume I'm impressed with. Regardless, I just crank out for ten movies. What about do you want to like focus on one and make it like you know? Yeah. Ben Hur? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make ten Ben Hur's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I wanna make ten Ben yeah. Ben Hur's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Let's make a deal. Is on every day somewhere on CBS.
5: On CBS, uh, whose <laughs> line is on in the summer on the CW? Um,
1: and the CBS it? All Access app.
0: Yes, too. Oh, you're on my phone. I am, and oh, you will be able to watch that. You can
1: Star watch Trek. Jonathan Mangum. On I want to watch the new
5: Star phone. Trek. That's exciting.
1: Did I hear they switched up out their uh, showrunner though?
5: He is still involved, but okay. he's not running the show anymore. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah,
4: let's but see. I'll see
1: anything hmm. Star Trek. Yeah.
5: That. Did you see Star Trek Beyond? Oh yeah, I love. I love. Uh, that's one of the few. Oh, like if it's, I see. If it's you went a, out for that. if it's a nerdy daddy must see. Uh, I, I will it go was there. great, right? Uh-huh. I loved. Like they should just make one of those every three years. I got no problem. With I loved it. it. I loved it <laughs> every three years. And it was they didn't. It was like a simple, fun story. They didn't try some.
0: It c- was a Tuesday afternoon story. Thank you. <laughs> it
1: was not. It
5: was the one with Shatner and I'm going to find God. Right. oh <laughs> it's like oh what? Final,
1: eventually, uh, Spock shot God in the face. If yes, I remember, Spock. spoiler alert.
5: But that's how it ended. That was their uh, original title. <laughs> Spock <laughs> yeah, shot God in the face.
1: In the face. So uh, let's see. Thanks to Jonathan Manga for showing up. So that's how you can watch Let's Make a Deal. Uh, We're going to take another quick break, get the gang back together, and wrap up with Karen's birthdays. Stay with us. Thank you, Jonathan. Yay! All right, everyone's back together now. So let's wrap up the show the best way we know how. with Karen's look at the birthdays of the people who make the movies, it's Karen's birthdays. Take it away.
2: Karen's birthdays. It's time for Karen's birthdays. Karen's birthdays. It's
3: time for Karen's birthdays. Karen's birthdays. It's time for Karen's birthdays. That's the official <laughs> dance, Adam. <laughs> it is. I've got it down now, finally. Took a while. A lot of movies.
0: Let's wish a very happy birthday to Miss Tilda Swinton, who turns 56 but can play anywhere from male to female. Adam, she's your table lady. I,
3: I, I have no idea just how androgynous I enjoy it. And then I see Tilda Swinton, I'm like, ah, that androgynous, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, how are you not... Gay or bi by now. I know,
0: know, right? How have I not blown
3: somebody? (laughs) I mean, seriously.
0: You could probably blow blow Tilda Swinton. I'm as surprised as you are. (laughs) That we know Uh, of. Now, this week, she is going to be able to be seen in Doctor Strange, Mm -hmm. and she was also in The Ancient One and Moonrise Kingdom with Bill Murray. Wait, she is The Ancient One. Well, she is The Ancient One. I lost my mind. She's playing The Ancient One, and she's bald, so she's going to look very... Androgynous,
3: right? Yeah, yeah,
0: even more so <laughs> than when she has her little rooster haircut. Very Alien Three. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, but she does not always play women, as we were discussing. She once played Mozart on stage. Oh. She's played Elizabeth, Elizabethan nobleman in Orlando. Is
2: she the one that played Bob Dylan?
0: She played Bob Dylan, <laughs> didn't she? You that got a movie? one in five
3: chance of being
2: correct. Yeah. On her, no, who <laughs> was it? No, she was one. It of, was she one was of one of like five s- or six. Eight, Seven or eight yeah. people. eight right. Played, yeah, he. Yeah, take a stab Dylan. at that. I thought it was uh, what the uh, I thought it was Cate Blanchett that did it.
0: Oh yeah, it was. Was it? Yeah. She kind of looks but like Tilda, Tilda Swinton. Swinton
2: also, <laughs> I Probably. feel like she should have been. Well, let's get the fact She'd be great out. as Bowie. It Sounded so right, Dylan.
0: Oh, well, she should play Bowie. She should play Bowie. She now should totally play Bowie. She dressed That's as Bowie on a red carpet once. That's maybe what okay. we're thinking of. Really?
4: Oh.
1: Well, no. it was way to go, with and Androgyny. Bowie.
0: Oh yeah. my gosh!
1: And Orlando is a weird movie. She and plays she a man the whole movie, and halfway through she does full frontal, and you're like, "Oh, not a man." Is that the Orlando <laughs> Jones story?
0: <laughs> no, it is no, not. it's not. Okay. She also played she an androgynous and and angel in <laughs> and Gabriel as Gabriel and Constantine. I don't know that. Oh, movie. That's right. So she was androgynous. I, think in I that. saw that
3: movie. It's pretty good. It's Cool theater. Breeze. Right? I mean, I it's Cool Breeze. You? Yes, yeah. I did see it in the yeah. movie. Yeah, Cool Breezes, and I should but check But I it forget yeah. she's in that. Each uh, Last time I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, she's like a crazy will, demon.
0: This has nothing to do with Tilda Swinton, but you'll appreciate this. So I had a pickup band whenever I was back in Western New York, and my it's brother like picked up it basketball, it together. but with, Yeah, you know. but with a bunch of musicians. <laughs> so we had a rehearsal, and that's where I met the one guy who was playing guitar for me. And he's super nice, and I can never remember his name, but it's Dave Nick Nick Nic- Castro. But I could never remember it, and then he looks just Clearly. like Hannah Reeves, so I just kept calling him Cool Breeze <laughs> Reeves <laughs> all night.
1: But it's super shaggy Cool Breeze. Cool
0: like Breeze, beard, super shaggy. Hair, yeah. But it was awesome. It made me like him a lot more. I liked him anyway, but when you look like Cool Breeze Reeves, nothing wrong with that. Hey, Bart, I have a fun fact for you about Tilda Swinton. <sighs>
2: You know what? I'm so glad you mentioned that because yeah. at work today, all the facts I got were very unfun. Oh, oh yeah. that's so a real bummer right there. I could there. use a fun Things fact. Things fall right to
3: but, Earth at 9.8 meters yeah. per second squared, right? It's like, oh, <laughs> these facts are not fun at all.
0: Kilda Swinton actually attended West Heath Girls' School, the same one that Princess Diana was in, and that was one of her classmates.
2: She went to school with Princess, princess
0: Diana. Diana. Oh, wow. That was
3: pretty fun.
0: And that was before she was a princess. She was just Diana. Is
3: that how old Princess Diana would
0: be right now? I think so. I don't that's know, give question. or take How four you? years. Is that fact,
3: what do you consider that fact? Fun, jaunty, kind of, what, what do you think <laughs> of that Perhaps fact? Perhaps it was nimble. Can we, can we name nimble. off what that nimble. fact actually, was? That's actually a little sassy. <laughs> the sassy. sassy. Because it's go, two care. hot women at a girls' school.
0: Right, and they probably wear uniforms. Oh, absolutely.
3: Mm. Now, I would never insist that all my facts be sassy, because it's rare.
0: It's
2: hard to live up to sassy
0: facts. <laughs> now, I want you to hear this, because I cannot believe that this is a thing. Uh, Tilda's not only an actress, but she's also a visual artist. She reached great artistic acclaim through her art installation slash performance piece, The Maybe. for which She, she makes t-shirts? <laughs> she should. No, no. She just lays sleeping in a glass case for a week on display. Oh, it's in hotter London. than I thought. She's
3: all yokoed <laughs> up too, right? As a person, yes. Uh, she's so yokoed up.
0: <laughs> that sounds ex-
3: insanely arrogant. Isn't that
0: amazing? I am so
2: interested. You can watch me sleep.
0: And also, the piece is I'll sometimes erroneously credited to artist Cornelia Parker because Swenton invited her to collaborate on the installation.
2: Erroneously, let's get the facts friend. straight here in the show, straight. Karen.
0: So
3: she has pretentious friends. That's hot <laughs> help
0: her put together her little sleepy <laughs> chamber? How much uh, discussion
2: does there have I to be about know. how you're going to sleep in, in, a front of, in a glass chamber. case for hey, a while? Hey,
3: I got something I'm thinking uh, of doing. Would you care to call it brilliant? I'm going to tell you. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, all uh, depends on what kind of sheets you're using. Uh, uh, you're wearing footy pajamas? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a
3: different statement. Uh, no, no, no. No. Uh, no, that was for the war. <laughs> this is for hunger. Uh, <laughs> oh, the new. Uh, now, the new. even
0: though oh, we yeah. pick on her, she did win a Best Supporting Actress Oscar for...
3: Michael Clayton that's oh. right great movie uh, is that great I haven't seen oh, it that was She's John Travolta so
0: right? I didn't see it yeah.
3: no Clooney that's, you're thinking of the general's daughter <laughs> no, <we're> thinking <laughs> of a civil action he's <laughs> <not> sleeping
0: <laughs> thinking of sleeping beauty
3: or you Wait showed me that scene with them in the hallway where Clooney and her go at it I showed you that that's the one, only one thing I've seen is you, the scene you showed I, me I wouldn't show you that that's like the finale oh. Oh. somebody showed <laughs> me that bastards <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> and uh, lastly that I just want to share a quote from IMDB is it a fun quote um
1: a sassy one.
0: I think I think it's actually just where you're going to go, well, that makes sense.
1: Okay, A sensible quote.
0: A sensible quote. <laughs> it sounds like a a regular, prac-
2: this sounds like a regular fact.
0: Practical information. Here's some practical information that Tilda Swinton quoted. She said, it's a real comfort zone for me to feel alien.
1: Well, she looks it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Must so be good. comfortable.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's also wish a very happy birthday to Gwen Stefani, who turns 47 but p- can play anywhere from a singer to an actress she plays dj suki this week in trolls
1: Mm -hmm. oh my goodness Mm -hmm. it's a dj troll yeah double threat or triple threat Uh,
0: (laughs) too too thready she was also in the aviator playing gene harlow and zoolander playing herself Hmm. so if you need some gwen stefani why not get tom cruise but instead, they got Gwen Stefani.
3: As long as Gwen Stefani wins, all, the, all
0: time. the time. Now, this is kind of a fun fact.
3: Oh, good, we're back to yeah. that. Okay.
0: Because di- I was drifting off. She's a, bit. a distant co- cousin of Madonna. <laughs> wow. Yeah, her great aunt's mother-in-law. I'd be too. <laughs> you know what, Adam? You could be related because this is how they connect her. Her great aunt's mother-in-law shares the same last name with Madonna.
3: Okay. See. How good do you declare your aunt's need to, to be? <laughs> do you like them great or just... Uh, just,
0: okay, <laughs> mediocre. I Her mediocre <laughs> aunt. I prefer them
2: to be at least once removed.
0: <laughs>
2: ah. <laughs> Keep them over there.
0: Ah. Well, Gwen once auditioned for the role of Kay Lake in the Black Dahlia, but lost out yeah. to Scarlett Johansson, which I could see because <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's an amazing actress. Is that like really Confidential about Black Dahlia?
1: N- uh, no. Okay. Black Dahlia is a De Paula film. About the Oh, Black that's Dahlia. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Black Dahlia is a De Paula film about Black uh, Dahlia. Black, Believe it or not.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Black Dahlia.
1: Same time period, though. So, yeah.
0: Gwen Stefani says that she can measure her <laughs> success by the fact that she is feels super lucky because she has a housekeeper. And I totally can get behind that. I can too. I could totally feel successful if I had a housekeeper oh. and uh, could always valet park nice. my car. Uh-huh. A house would be nice, housekeeper <laughs> would be even better. Always being able to park my car without even thinking about it. I would like that. These Uh, are big things. When I moved
3: into my last apartment, there was a housekeeper who came regular and, you know, both uh, got poor or whatever. Right. But I was like, this is the most convenient thing ever. Right. Come in and just do the stuff that you're like, oh, that's right. I hated doing that. (laughs) I I completely forgot and then it's done.
1: I bring this up all the time uh, on and off the show about how I am just always in awe of how much the Dwayne, I want to keep calling him the Rock. Dwayne Johnson gets done. He's in like three movies a year, and he's wrestling, and he's yeah. doing the the TV show Ballers, and he's showing up on award shows, and he's doing comedy bits on funnier diet. And I was like, he does so much. Where does he find the time? And of course, I'm reminded that Bart <laughs> said, "Well, it's easy when someone else is doing everything, everything. else for
2: you. Everything else. You- All you got to do is those things: yeah. <laughs> wash, laundry, mm-hmm. uh, grocery
0: shopping." Food's yeah. just brought Your to you. Your car's broken like, down. They yeah. take care of it. You're like, how can you do Probably
3: it? Because you're picturing one, him with, around. Yeah. with the, the, the checkbook like you would, you know, on Saturday afternoon. All right, let's fill this yeah. stuff out on The Rock. <laughs> no. Someone no, that's though.
0: not happening. Yeah, he's not looking for that extra sock it's, he can't find. It's like
3: when someone gets in shape for a role and you're like,
0: yeah, that's
3: all you had to do. Yeah. You got to write off everything you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's somebody yelling at you yeah. and like really putting a vested interest in the fact Gee, that you need to. Gee, how did
3: Brad Pitt get in shape uh, eight hours a day every day because he had nothing else to do?
2: <laughs> again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Imagine how easy your life would be, mm-hmm. everyone here, if you had just three people, not not the <laughs> team of people these people have, yeah. but just three people dedicated mm-hmm. to making sure you are taken care of, mm-hmm. that you're you're where you need to be, when you need to be there, that things are handled. You'd, you'd be unstoppable. That'd be amazing. Well, how big do you think
1: Gwen Stefani's team is now?
2: Oh, it's probably huge. Yeah. In the double digits. She's oh, got yeah. 10,
3: 12 people swarming around, swirling I around. was more productive with a $110 maid coming every four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Just to do the laundry and make sure the bathroom's clean. <laughs> I
1: shouldn't still be working, I, but I guess I'll, I will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no, you know how much I love when celebrities sing.
2: This is true. People come up to me all the oh, time yes. and they Art. say... Uh, Hey, tell me two interesting things about that Karen Volpe.
0: Oh, this ought to be interesting. And I say, yes. I say,
2: if you need two, then you haven't been watching the show, because mm-hmm. I've already explained that to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, and then the, nice second,
2: <laughs> the <laughs> second thing I tell them is, Karen Volpe loves when celebrities sing.
0: I uh, do, especially ones that are actually professional singers and get paid to do it. So this week, because Trolls is like a jukebox musical of just a bunch mm-hmm. of people singing everybody else's songs... I decided to choose the one that didn't annoy me the most, so we're gonna go with Gwen Stefani, who's <laughs> right. having a birthday, and this song actually is from a bunch of movies. She has a huge IMDb. It seems like her movies are in everything, but this one, her, her songs. songs yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know this about her. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. She is, has this song in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, Clueless, a bunch of other stuff. It's called Just a Girl.
2: And no big
4: oh. is you a know this character? song, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
2: I had a feeling this was called something different. Yeah. Like, like, oh, I uh, hate that. like, teenage wasteland it isn't called
3: teenage I wasteland. I know. It's called <laughs> Baba <laughs> O'Reilly. Baba Ganoush, I think it's called.
0: So you can enjoy her DJing in the Trolls movie, or something. That annoying.
1: So- she sounds like she's on the verge of crying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. The most good
1: music. <laughs> all right, well, that wraps another show cast, everybody. Together with the Movie Guys, individually, we are... Oh, right. Follow We're us done. on Twitter Chicago. at Movie Guys. Facebook.com slash the Movie Guys. YouTube, iTunes, Instagram, all that nonsense for daily jokes and links. It's tiring as hell to keep up with. Uh, thanks to Jonathan Mangum. Yay. Yay! I would give his plugs, but I, 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 he's not here to do it, so I forgot what they are. We'll put him up on uh, social when we post the show. How yeah, You can follow him and follow his wackiness that's going on with Let's Make a Deal. And thanks, as always, to Steve Scholes for his uh, contributing comedy material to the show each and every week. And, of course, we owe everything to To Pat Pat Peach. Peach. And remember, you can always find us at themovieguys.net. Next week, we'll talk about one of the best movies I've seen this year, Arrival. (gasps) And much more. We'll see you then!
0: Yay, Cubs! Woo-hoo! Congratulations, Bill Murray. I know. (laughs) Movie Guys!